This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, May 21st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Police say a serial stalker and rapist is now being sought for seven incidents that occurred during a three-day span in the Philadelphia region. During the latest incident, police say the suspect attacked a woman in Upper Marion Township, Montgomery County. Uh, the incidents happened between May 15th and May 18th. Some of the victims were able to get away unharmed. During the incidents, police say the suspect preyed on his victims and sexually assaulted them before getting away. Most of the victims the suspect targeted were worked at gentlemen's clubs in the city. Uh, on the 6100 block of Pashyank Avenue on May 15th, police say a Sin City Cabaret nightclub bartender was followed home to Media, Pennsylvania about 2.45 a.m. by a man in a silver Dodge Charger. The victim's boyfriend was home at the time and the suspect ultimately fled the scene. The next day at 12 a.m., uh, the accused suspect followed a woman home after leaving Delilah's on Spring Garden Street. Police wow. say the victim tried to evade the suspect in West Norriton. She eventually went into a Wawa to get help uh, and that's the suspect was nowhere to be found at that point. At 5 a.m. the same morning, police say the suspect approached a woman while seated in her vehicle in the 3100 block of North 11th Street. The suspect is accused of sexually assaulting her in an alley, holding her at gunpoint. He pointed the gun at her, took her around the corner, and raped her, said Captain Mark Bergman of the commanding, the commanding officer of the Philadelphia Police Special Victims Unit. On May 17th at 9.30 in the evening, uh, police say the suspect followed a woman leaving the Oasis in the 6700 block of Essington <sighs> Avenue. He's just hitting them all making, up. Yeah, making the rounds. is horrifying. On yeah. the 18th at 12 a.m., a.m., a woman returning was returning from cheerleaders in Philadelphia on the 2700 block of South Front Street when she noticed a man in her apartment complex. Uh, police say the suspect attempted to approach the victim uh, who st- started to scream for help. The suspect then fled. Later that morning, 1020 a.m., uh, he came back, posed as an electrical worker, and gained access to the victim's apartment. Once inside, uh, he produced a handgun and then sexually assaulted the two- and robbed the two people that were inside. Uh, on the 18th, in Upper Marion Township, the same suspect approached a woman at the gym inside the Crown Plaza and pulled out a weapon. Uh, the suspect then allegedly demanded she leave with him. When she refused, police say the victim was struck in the head with a weapon. The victim was able to get away. The suspect was the last seen fleeing the lobby. A guy who's prepared to do all this is prepared to kill someone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Police say uh, police have surveillance video of the man uh, fitting the description of the suspect. The Dodge Charger appears that he appears to be driving has no plates. So anyone with information about this person or his whereabouts is asked to contact police. Uh, you can call 215-685-3264. In Montgomery County, Pennsylvania School District is apologizing after video captured a volunteer coach punching a player during a lacrosse game. It happened last Friday uh, during the game between North Penn High School and Methacton High School. The Methacton La- cross team was down two points when video shows a North Penn player force a Methacton player out of bounds. The video then shows another North Penn player walk to the sidelines. Suddenly, a Methacton coach punches the player in the helmet. The referee then tries to bring the resulting chaos under control. The coach's name has not been released because he's not been charged. In a statement, Methacton School Superintendent Dr. David Zerb issued an apology saying the volunteer... The volunteer coach's behavior was unprofessional. He said that he had handled the situation, but he didn't specify uh, if he was still a coach or not. We used to do punch drills when I was on the gardening team of my high school. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, sure. And I never understood that because it wasn't a... Well, it builds character. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> is the, Kathy, the guy, we're watching the video, the guy who hits, is he the one wearing the uh, sling on one arm? Uh, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. He is. yeah. yeah. Maybe he needs to stop... Uh, 
Yeah, maybe he he already had a busted yeah. hand from punching another kid in the helmet yeah. with his left arm. Ratchet it back. I mean, I don't care what I happened. Know. This is a high school kid. Yep. You are an adult, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Talmadge and police are aware of the incident and are actively... little commentary from yeah. the news this morning. This is a little side comment. Uh, John Brokaw. <laughs> what a douchebag. <laughs> Gotta say it. And you know he probably can't please his wife in bed. <laughs> But probably. I'm guessing Tiny Wiener. You uh, know what I'm saying? Listen, this is why radio is more fun than yes, television, I was just, right? I was just yeah, going to say, this that. is why you can make it in the TV industry. Because <laughs> yeah. I had an opinion. Think about how many times you know they want to say something. They're oh, like, yeah. what? We're running the footage show. Look, look at this jerk off. Talmadge <laughs> <laughs> and police are aware of the incident, and they are actively investigating. No charges have been filed at this time. Delaware removed its indoor capacity limits for restaurants, retailers, and houses of worship. In addition, the first state is eliminating its social distancing requirements and remo- removing the state mask mandate. In its place, Delawareans, visitors, and Delaware businesses should follow social distancing and masking guidance for fully vaccinated individuals issued by the CDC. Unvaccinated Delawareans should continue to wear masks to reduce the risk of contracting and spreading COVID-19. Though Governor John Carney reminds residents that businesses are free to make their own rules, uh, he says, I hope everyone respects decisions. Bu- the, the decisions businesses are making. We're respecting people's privacy with respect to whether they are vaccinated or not. So businesses can make their own decision on whether or not you have to wear a mask when you enter. The Delaware Division of Public Health must also still approve plans for dance floors at venues and for events over 250 people. Philadelphia will lift its outdoor mask mandate today for vaccinated people, but will still require masks indoors regardless of vaccine status. That differs from Pennsylvania, which adopted the CDC's new mask guidance and is allowing fully vaccinated people to go maskless indoors. In sports this morning... Sandy Alcantara tossed two hit ball over six innings and Garrett Cooper hit a home run to lead the Miami Marlins to a six nothing win over the Phillies last night at the ballpark. What the f- Phil starter Vince Velasquez was a late scratch because of a numb right index finger, forcing the team into a bullpen game. The first three pitchers all gave up runs. They lost for the fourth time in five games and fell back to 500 at 22 and 22. This weekend, the Boston Red Sox come to town, and in tonight's game, Martin Martin Perez will pitch for the Sox while Aaron Nola gets the start for the Phil's game time is at 7.05. During last night's throwback Thursday game, another 1980s icon surprised fans by virtually singing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Singer and songwriter Debbie Gibson gave Phil's fans a shout-out on Fanavision and sang as well, and we have a clip. All right. Hi, Phillies fans. (laughs) Debbie Gibson here. Happy Throwback Thursday as we root for your eternally electric Phillies. Are you ready to join me? I said, are you ready to join me? Here we go. In three, two, take me out to the ball.
you're looking at video of her. She looks fantastic. Yeah, she she nailed it, good. too. Yeah, she did. She posted a picture um, of her in that outfit with that hat on, and it's it a great picture. Yeah. All right. Uh, the by l- the way, Debbie Gibson is very, very talented. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yep. At the last Throwback Thursday game, Rick Astley sung "Take Me Out to the Ballpark." Uh, Take me out to the ballpark virtually, and nobody was rickrolled in the process. And all of those videos are posted on PrestonandSteve.com. So if you want to take a look at them, they're up there. And in last night's play-in game in the NBA, Russell Westbrook nearly had another triple double. Bradley Beal scored 25 points, and the Washington Wizards reached the NBA playoffs as the Eastern Conference number eight seed by beating the Indiana Pacers 142 to 115. The Wizards, who are 17 and 32 before going on a 17 and six run over the regular season's final six weeks will now face Joel Embiid and the number one seeded Sixers in the first round. Game one is on Sunday afternoon in South Philly and tip-offs at one o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Debbie took up all of our sports yes, music. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's whatever. Now, now it's, I need, I need a big, uh, Something. I, I need a big ending there. Woo! I need some music. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. that. That'll do it. <laughs> All right, welcome to Friday, uh, folks. We are going to wrap up the week by giving away our Word of the Week prize. We have $300 in the Bagster to give away. That's at the end of the show. So Bagster. Do not miss the letter for the Word of the Week. We will give that away. And uh, it's it's us. It's a very personal show today. Yeah. It's just us it's just and us? you. The things are going to be revealed. Oh, We're, we're gonna talking have, to Oprah today. We're going to have... Uh, <laughs> we are? Well, I was going to save that, but yeah, the cat's out of the bag now. All Oprah's right. on the show. And no, Tom Hanks. Nobody's on the show this morning. Hey, I like these shows, though, sometimes. I do, too. I have a great Sometime. time with these. So Especially we'll, at the end uh, of the week. Other times, I'm like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a surplus of prizes to give away. We will be playing a game today. I guarantee you that. So we've got to blow that stuff out. And we have to announce our coolest teacher. For the last 24 hours, we have had people vote from St. Mark's, which is in Wilmington, Delaware, I believe. Correct? All right. St. Mark's. Everybody text it in. Let us know who the coolest teacher of the year is. We tallied up the votes. We have prizes. We have a name. And we are ready to make that announcement right now. We would like to congratulate Mr. Brian Venti. Mr. Venti is a biology and anatomy teacher at St. Mark's, and we know very little about him. Sometimes you can find uh, information on teachers readily available on the Internet, but he's a bit of an enigma, as Marissa was telling me earlier this morning. Uh, He graduated from the University of Delaware, so he's a blue hen. We know that. Uh, And he got a Master's of Science from Wilmington University. So... Maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him at some point, and please tell Mr. Brian Venti if you know how to get in touch with him, because we don't know how to reach out. We just well, we throw it out there in the world. I actually got an email from him yesterday because he was curious as to how the voting works. Ah, oh, so he's proactive. I, I, I love that. Well, I sent him back the link, and yeah. uh, so uh, I'll, I'll reply to that email now, letting him know he won. All right, and tell him to call after yeah. 7 o'clock, okay. and uh, maybe we will uh, get a chance to find out what he's all about. So congratulations. That means we get to choose another one. Uh, who is up today? Is it you, Nick? Yeah. All right. Reach in to the container, the Chinese food container that we yes. keep all the... Right. It's a really big one, It's by huge. Way. Very excited. It's, it's a personalized one. It says Preston and Steve on That's it. right. And uh, let's get a new school. Who's going to be, Nick? It is going to be Bishop McDevitt High School in Wincote, PA. Bishop, Bishop McDevitt. All right, here's what you do. Very, very simple. If you are a uh, student there, you just text the word teacher to 39333. 
We will send you the voting link, and then you take it from there. So make sure you let the uh, staff know that the school's been chosen. Yes. And uh, spread the word, and we give you the weekend. So we'll uh, we'll find out who the winner is on Monday. A lot I'm... of my friends went there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my co- some of my college friends, and then I became friends with her friends, and so, yeah, they all went there. The uh, head coach of your Philadelphia Union went there, Jim Curtin, which is cool, and also, Steve, Frank Rizzo Jr. Frank Rizzo oh. Jr. Kidding. Wow. You're a real crumb <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was That was him at the, uh, at, uh, the, the, the commencement yeah. speech, yeah. And I said, sure, all real crumb bumps. Uh, Bishop McNevitt in <laughs> Wincote. So make sure that you text the word teacher to 39333 and we'll send you the link. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second and uh, we'll dive into celeb stuff and a stupid question. And we'll get this Friday moving and get right into the weekend. We'll be right back. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with drive up and go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. By the way, our coolest teacher from St. Mark's, which is the school that we chose yesterday, Mr. Brian Benty. Hopefully we'll hear from him later. And the new school chosen this morning is Bishop McDevitt High School in Wincote, PA. And interesting uh, news about that. This is the last year for the school. It's closed. Is that right? Oh, oh wow. So I'm glad it was chosen. Yeah, least, yeah. You know, so um, we'll we'll see who uh, the students are going to vote for. It's so. bittersweet. Yeah, you never like to hear that. So um, please vote, if you will, if you're a student at Bishop McDevitt. And you just text the word teacher to 39333 and we will send the voting link to you. I'm going to ask a stupid question and award a prize. Digital download of Tom and Jerry. If you can answer this question, uh, I never knew this. In May of 1970, what U.S. state actually voted to ban Sesame Street what? due to its integrated cast? What? Wow. Yeah. I think you can guess what portion of the country this might be in. 215-263-WMMR. But in May 1970, what U.S. state voted actually to ban Sesame Street due to its integrated cast? Let's see if you know the answer to that. Uh, Go through some birthdays today, Friday, May 21st. Uh, We'll start with uh, Al Franken, uh, comedian, actor, politician. Uh, he was uh, a writer and, and a cast member on Saturday Night Live in that original run. Yeah, I always find him uh, found him, uh, he and his partner, to be uh, very funny. And they were Franken and Davis. Yeah, Franken and Davis. Yeah, and uh, they were they were a touring comedy troupe, well, comedy team for the longest time. And actually, I think I've said this story before on the air when I was uh, doing stand up and performing at some colleges. Whoever was booking them was booking right along my trajectory. So I was always showing up at a school. The week after they had played there, and Franken and Davis are in um, Trading Places. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah they're yeah. the ones that have to move the gorilla. The gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> they, they work for the. Uh... In fact, they're responsible for like that that final line of, of the guy in the gorilla suit who's getting yeah. sexually violated by the gorilla, and they're just saying he's, he's he seems kind of weird. They're yeah. in love. Like, yeah, they're lo- let, let them have their it's New Year's Eve. Let them have their fun. Uh, he was also a senator from Minnesota. He's seventy years old today. Hey, it's Mr. T's birthday. Oh my God, Mr. T. His real name is Lawrence uh, Tarode. 
And uh, we were talking about him not We were ago. because I, I told you I was watching a, um, a video of these guys assessing the great oh, fighters yeah. uh, and the movie star fighters of the 80s and, and who would probably win in a fight. And most of them said, you know, you're talking about like Dolph Lundgren and other people. And yeah. They said Mr. T because he had won a couple of times the, the best bouncer in America. So right. he had real, real world fighting experience. It's a real deal. 69 years old today, Mr. T. Uh, actor Judge Reinhold, uh, who's Beverly Hills Cop, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> he's great. He's the one who's whacking it when Phoebe Cates walks in. You are correct. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he is uh, 64 years old today. Uh, Ronald Isley, one half of the Isley brothers, uh, and they're the group that brought us a uh, twist and shout. That yep. great song. Yeah. And he turns 80 years old today. Did this one. <laughs> Yeah, that was the Isley Brothers, right? Who's that name? That's 665. And then another musician, Steve. Do you remember Leo Sayer? I do. Yeah. Uh, I actually was listening to one of his songs the other day. I have, like, a disco mix. Yeah. And uh, You Make Me Feel Like Dancing. You make me feel like dancing. I want to dance dance night night away. (laughs) You make me feel like dancing. I love that song. Uh, he also had a couple of ballads, uh, When I Need You and More Than I Can Say. He always wore like uh, bib overalls. Uh, and he had big, he had like yeah. a, a big bushy hairdo. Fro. Yeah, he's uh, 73 today. Uh, Stan Lynch, former drummer of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yes. I've always liked him as drummer. He did pretty much straight-ahead stuff, but he always had a great sound to him. That was just my, a great band. My wife had a massive crush on him. On Stan Lynch? Oh, my God, yeah. No kidding. He was the heartthrob of wow. the band. Uh, he is 66 today. Nick Cassavetes, the director and screenwriter. Yes. Brought us things like The Notebook. His dad was John Cassavetes, one of the influential, great independent film directors and, and very influential. Oh, really? He's the, John Cassavetes was the husband in Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Uh, the Notebook, yeah, I mentioned uh, John Q, uh, Alpha Q. Dog, a few things. He's 62 today. And then the last birthday I saw is Feruza Ball. Ah. Mm-hmm. Uh, American History X, The Craft, The Waterboy, Almost Famous. That's pretty much what she's I She's really good. <laughs> In The Waterboy, oh, man, she's, she's really good yeah. as this sociopathic but loyal girlfriend. And she has yeah. a line in Almost Famous where she, uh, in my mind, exemplifies how you can feel about a band and how you can feel about music. She just yeah. talks about these one piece of music that means yeah. so much to you. And uh, she just delivers it really, really well. You know what? Right before that line, I love she's talking about like the new groupies that have yeah. come along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes... And they eat all the steak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's talking about all the things they're doing wrong. And they eat all the steak. The new Band-Aids that mm-hmm. show up. Yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, she is 47 today. I have a... Uh, well, never mind. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, I bought a shirt that I'll wear next week. That is Rosa Ball got it? That has to do with, uh, with Almost Famous. Oh, cool. So, anyway. All right. Uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question in May of 1970, what U.S. state voted to ban Sesame Street due, due to its integrated cast? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I will go to Alyssa and see if she knows the answer. Alyssa, good morning. Good morning. All right, Alyssa, what state voted to ban Sesame Street? Mississippi. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on the line, Alyssa. I read up a little bit about it, and there was a uh, an educational, there was a board of education that... Uh, had to do with the 
educational television programs. I guess it came in through public television. Yes, it was a public television show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Channel 13 in New York it was on. And because well, there were uh, black and Latino and white yeah. people together on this wow. show, they thought that it was not appropriate oh for kids. God. Can you believe that? Uh, so, uh, Alyssa, we are going to set you up with a digital download of Tom and Jerry. Everyone's favorite cat and mouse team brings their rivalry into our world. Tom and Jerry start with Chloe Grace Moretz, Michael Pena, and Kim Jong. It's available now on digital and Blu-ray. Uh, we'll start with some good news. Leah Remini is going to college. Ew. She shared a photo of her acceptance letter to New York University on Instagram yesterday. And a lengthy caption, uh, the actress wrote, I'm so excited, in tears, and wanted to share this with you guys for someone like me, a person who desperately wanted a higher education and options in my life coming from a cult and a family who yeah. didn't value an education. That's this wild. is very a very big day for me, she said. What Any uh, ideas to what her field of study might be? Is it just a kind of a liberal arts education? Uh, well, you know what? So, uh, is it auto repair? She's been selected for the, the uh, liberal, liberal arts program. Okay. Uh, and so I'm not sure what she's going to do with it. She said, uh, this didn't come easy. Uh, this is one of the last chunks of my life that I'm taking back for myself from Scientology. Uh, I, it took a lot for me to take this step for fear that I was not smart enough, not worthy enough, not able to do the work that will be required my age. Uh, I did it anyway with a lot of encouragement from a very special person in my life. I'd like to send her a word of encouragement. I graduated college. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to do it. Absolutely. All right, speaking of Scientology, Danny Masterson, he was uh, yeah, yeah, deep yeah. into that. In fact, Leah Remini has been responsible in, in helping get the word out about him. Yeah, his ex-girlfriend has testified in court. This was on Wednesday that she was five years into a six-year relationship with the actor when she awoke to find him raping her in the house that they had shared. Oh, boy. A what? According to testimony, there's an interesting little detail in this. According to uh, testimony transcribed by page six, the ex identified in court as Christine B. hoped to end the 2001 assault by preying on his vanity. She said he has these rules. Uh, no touch hair rule, no touch face rule. He had this thing about his hair. So I knew if I pulled it really, really oh, hard, wow. he would get off of me. But what he did was he hit me. Wow. So she tried to use that as a defense because she knew he was sensitive about it. <laughs> uh, she was the second of three accusers to testify at the uh, preliminary hearing to determine whether there's enough evidence to order Masterson to stand trial on three counts of rape. So Tuesday. obviously, any, everyone is due their day in court. He's getting his day in court. Yeah. But when you have a number of people who sort of repeat the same, or at least what they're recounting is similar, like with Cosby, you had so many instances yeah. of the same sort of modus operandi, uh, you know, it's it's very troubling. On Tuesday, Jen B. testified that uh, Masterson drug-raped and threatened her at gunpoint. Uh, he's pleaded not guilty to all charges. But like you said, Steve, he'll get his day and we'll, we'll hear about that. Yeah. Uh, Sebastian Stan is relieved that the images of his transformation into Tommy Lee have finally been released. He looks good. He looks great. He looks yeah. good, man. And she looks good. Jennifer Lilly? Yeah, she does. She looks fantastic. Uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier star uh, recently told Variety that it was freeing uh, he said, because I was walking around in these hoodies and hats, just paranoid of being seen. I was like, God, I hope they finally get, they're going to finally release something so uh, you know what we look like so we can go on with our lives. And he, he he's a guy who carries a fair amount of muscle, as you remember, in, in uh, Falcon and the uh, uh, Winter Soldier and also in the movies and the movies prior to that. But he got leaned up. He got properly Tommy Lee leaned up for this. Uh, according to the magazine, the viral photo of him as uh, him as Lee and Lily James as Pamela Anderson was actually taken during their screen test. 
uh, after Stan sent the original photo of the couple to director Craig Gillespie. So uh, I'm interested to see how that uh, turns out that project. Uh, and we'll stay in the Marvel Universe for just a moment. Uh, Chris Evans, uh, Captain America, celebrated National Rescue Dog Day by posting a, posting a touching tribute to his pup on Thursday. Uh, he wrote in an Instagram caption, This is the moment I met Dodger. I was uh, filming a movie in Savannah, and the scene took place at a shelter. I had no intention of rescuing a dog that day. Uh, but the minute I saw him, I knew he was coming home with me. Mm. Uh, there are so many loving animals at shelters who are in desperate need of a home, visit a shelter, and leave with a best friend. So he did adopted Dodger in 2017 while he was filming uh, the movie Gifted with Jenny Slate. Now, I remember that scene because yeah. go- he was going to get a cat. Mm-hmm. And so they must have just been shooting there. And sure enough, he saw a dog that he fell in love with and took him home. So that's they, cool. They do that to you. Oh, uh, yeah. the, the, old, the old adage is they select you. Yeah. And that's very true sometimes. You know, it's funny. My... my Son Carter the other day kind of was busting on me a little bit, and apparently there are memes which I didn't know about, <laughs> which are about dads and dogs. Yep, Are you familiar <laughs> oh, with this? Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's it didn't want a dog. Dads who didn't want oh, a yeah, dog, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and, and then, then they turn into uh-huh. snuggling with them. It's me, yeah, yeah. or they're wearing the same outfit. <laughs> I didn't want a dog because cats I find are a little bit easier as far as you know. You can leave a cat for a couple days. If you, you can put out some food and water. And dogs yeah. are a little more constant attention. I was like, oh man, and our our cats our final cat had just passed away. I'm like, let's take a break from the pet thing for just yeah, a little yeah. while. I don't want to get anything right now. A dog, yeah. Later on, maybe that's cool. <laughs> And then, like two months later, we had two dogs. And I'm like, oh my! You god. love them to death. Oh my god! Yeah, there's more. F- I've seen more footage of you with them on the beach than than. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, but it's like you watch Modern Family with. Uh, yes, but yeah. I, haven't, I haven't seen uh, well, all of it. But there's yeah. a dog that comes in, and Ed O'Neill, who's not who's reticent now, is doing like creates a dog bed company, and like, he's, <laughs> he's totally immersed. And yeah. whenever you know Sophia Vergara thinks. That she's talking, that he's talking to her. These words of love, he's actually talking to the dog. Mm-hmm. But I get it. That's yep. what happens. Yep. He's come here, puppy, puppy. <laughs> That's me all the time. I love you so much. <laughs> Give me some kisses. Dude, when I do that, my wife looks at me like, "You don't say this to <laughs> me." <laughs> no, it, but but fortunately, my wife is every bit the loon. Uh, but so when I come in, if she starts singing, the song oh. is Chelsea, 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 dog, the bestest puppy in the whole wide world. Oh my God! People come from far and near to see Chelsea, 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 dog, and there's a dance that goes yeah. with it too. I'll save that for later. Cousin Larry Appleton doesn't sound so silly anymore. No, it does not. <laughs> I have literally no legs to stand on. We filmed that video, uh, which I'm sure will go out soon. But the other day, and that was that was my part in the video was a do- I had to be talking to a dog. Like right. All right. Uh, let's see. Here's a follow-up story. Uh, Lori Laughlin and Mosimo Giannulli have been granted permission to travel to Mexico. Yay! Olay. A family <laughs> <laughs> for a family vacation. <laughs> According to TMZ, the couple will spend time in San Jose del Cabo from June 16th to the 21st. I assume this is a uh, like a higher end place they're going to. They're not going to some like the the place they went to in Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hotel Coral Essex. Right. Yeah. Cabo uh, San Lucas. Cabo San Lucas is uh, where uh, rich Californians go to vacation. Right. Yeah, right. It's, it's an hour flight from LA. It's really nice. Uh, documents obtained by the outlet say Laughlin has paid her $150,000 fine and fulfilled her community service requirement and must. Simo has uh, remained in compliance with the terms of his supervised release. So, uh, are, are they uh, currently under technically probation? Um, is, it, is probation not... against something applied to this kind of crime? Sure, Steve. It might not be applied yeah. to this type of crime. That's a good question. So, um, I do not know. 
Uh, Alabama Barker <clears throat> says that she's cutting off her family amid drama with oh, her boy. mother, Shanna Mokler. We talked about her the other day. This is a 15-year-old girl who looks like, uh, I, 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 listen, for lack of, she looks like a like a Playboy model. She looks 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the 15-year-old uh, called her out as an absentee mom on Instagram, and the 46-year-old responded saying that it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, Alabama hit up uh, TikTok to share a video of herself lip-syncing uh, Barking by Rams. Uh, <laughs> and over the video, she wrote, I cut off my family, too. Oh. They, they do you the dirtiest. Big dogs running. Okay. Big dogs out. Barking. Like, like, is this, you're not even allowed to do that at this age. I know. <laughs> Kathy, look at the look at the quality of life she has. Now I understand having things thrown at you monetarily doesn't make up for having uh, you know absentee parents, but she's she's doing pretty well. So um, uh, oh, you know, and how's her? She never complains about her dad. Does she complain about her dad? I haven't seen that at all. I don't oh. know, but this is just a recipe for disaster. I mean, yeah. like unless she she course corrects, and I she's a kid. She's she's a fifteen year old kid, and so um, it's sad. I mean, uh, you know, her, yeah. I'm sure her upbringing has been really challenging, uh, to put it mildly. And so I'm I'm worried for the kid. I don't yeah. want to throw this at you, Nick, but would you be willing to bring her into your home to have her be with Ben and hang out? Wow. Yeah, I brought a babysitter over, Ben. Uh, uh, she's only a year <laughs> older than you, and uh, she looks like yeah, this. she'll be in the newly refurbished. Doesn't basement. she look big? <laughs> yep. Look at her, Ben. Doesn't she look like a big woman? You treat her with respect, young man. Dude, I am scrolling through her Instagram right now. Is and it it's bad? Every single photo is, yeah, she just, her, her actually, her, um, her Instagram profile picture is a Bratz doll. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's what she looks like. Oh so God. think about as you're scrolling back, Preston, you're literally going from her being 15 to 14 to 13 years old. I mean, oh, you know, right, when, right, man. Right. Look at the wow. you, Every picture in this looks, and I, I kid you not, you, the, uh, like a 26 year old woman. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's too bad. All right, well, hopefully, yeah, like you said, Nick, she'll course correct along the way. We can only hope. Um, Let's see what else I can get to. Arnold Schwarzenegger will star in and executive produce a father-daughter spy show for Netflix. Netflix. Uh, Deadline reports that the eight-episode series is about a father and daughter played by Monica Barbaro. Barbaro. Oh, like the horse. Yeah, like the horse. Yeah. Monica Barbara. The riding in the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness and the Aqueducts and the various things that, that you would associate with horses. Uh, who realize they have each. The carriage. The hay and the jockeys and the things that you go out and you see the track and they get the horseshoes. Uh, secretly been working as a, as CIA operatives for years like and realized. The, the secretary. That, <laughs> that their entire relationship has been a lie. Like the sugar cubes and the carrots and the things that. Need him, I put in his mouth. Oh, they are forced to team up as partners. It sounds like uh, True Lies. Yeah. Right? He, yeah, was, he was an agent in True Lies and yes. you know, had a secret life going on and yep. similar plot. Uh, I would like to see him, honestly. He did a role where it was a, um, uh, his daughter was basically becoming a zombie. It was a, a dystopian sort of thing. And it okay. was, uh, and he was very good in that. He was a, a concerned dad. Do you remember this movie at all, Casey? Nah. It's kind of an independent film, but it was, um, he was good, and also that one where he was the older sheriff in the town. It was sort of like a rip on High Noon. And that I remember. Yeah, I didn't he, see it. But... He is a pretty good actor. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So Sarah Ramirez will be helping to fill the void left by Kim Cattrall on HBO's uh, uh, HBO Max's forthcoming Sex and City sequel series titled "And Just Like That." 
Uh, the Grey's Anatomy alum will play uh, Che Diaz, a non-binary queer stand-up comedian that hosts a podcast on which Carrie is featured. So she will be a part of that. And then I had another casting story about that. Yeah, so Chris Noth, John Corbett, and David Eisenberg are all signed on to reprise their roles in the Sex and City, uh, Sex and City reboot. Wow. I mean, yep. the brief period where I had interest in that, uh, it was fun for a while. What was happening was that Sex and the City was driving a lot of the pop culture chat. Yes. So I paid attention. Right. But, uh, I mean, to even the most ardent Sex and the City fans, is this a big thing? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I, I It wasn't... Uh, I, I knew about it because of all the pop culture right, talk. Right. I never really watched any of it, and, and I'm not sure. I don't have my finger on the pulse of the anticipation of this thing. I don't know, man. Like, There's five <laughs> Avatar sequels coming out, you know? So yeah. there, there's an audience for everybody at this point, yeah. and, and people just like reliving nostalgia. Why so. don't they push the, the cast of Sex in the City on Pandora? <laughs> so, oh, my God. Those rocks are floating. <laughs> uh, viewers will see... Like big, Splooge. Uh, big Aiden and Steve in the series and just like that. So they oh, I'd like to see that. Kim Cattrall take on like a Navi soldier. We yeah. had uh, Steve in studio. That uh, The guy that you just mentioned, Preston. He was Miranda's boyfriend and we had him in for something and uh, I don't remember what it was. But What's he, his actual name? Uh, you listed Chris Noth, uh, John Corbett and then the other guy and the other guy was Steve. Uh, the other guy's David Eisenberg. Yeah, we had him in studio for some NBC show. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about and I'm the only one apparently that remembers him. <laughs> okay. All right. How about this? Oh, no, I do remember this. Yeah. Uh, wait, are we looking I remember that, this guy, and he guy? was in the studio. Yeah. I don't remember him. I have, okay. a, ter- I have a terrible memory. All right, so YouTube personality turnboxer Jake Paul has a deal for his next match to be distributed by Showtime Sports. Well, that's a big step up. Uh, it is. His advisor, uh, Nikisa Badarian, told ESPN yesterday uh, that uh, Paul's team and Showtime are in advanced talks about a potential opponent and a date and location for the bout. Paul had previously been associated with Thriller Fight Club, uh, which he has a 3-0 record, but he has yet to compete against an opponent who has had any previous pro boxing experience. This is Thriller Fight Club. (laughs) Thriller Fight Club. Uh, So, yeah, dude, Showtime, that's the real deal. Yeah. What if he... Now, he's actually wealthy right now. He was wealthy before he stepped into the ring. But what if this is his... What if he actually gets good enough and competitive enough? I mean, if he were to really face off against a top-level boxer, he'd be minced up. Possibly. Yeah. I personally have never seen him fight, but I'm just guessing yeah. that that is correct, Steve. But if he turned out to be a legit fighter and, and good at it, I mean, Conor McGregor last year or is, I think, currently the wealthiest or, or was he paid the most. The most. Last he made the year, most last yeah. year of any athlete. Any athlete. Any athlete. So if you can if you can become if you can really top it off in the in the fighting world, you can make bank, man. He needs Big to get time. with Damon Feldman if he really wants to get up to the pillow fighting league. Why yeah. are we why isn't there a uh, Logan Paul, Jake Paul fight. Right. Why are brother they not against fighting brother. each other? Do like they the both Civil fight? War. Yeah. They both fight? Yeah. yeah. One okay. of them's fighting Floyd Mayweather. The other one just beat up uh, some... Floyd the Barber. Hack uh, Floyd MMA the Barber. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> From Andy Griffin? Yeah. I, that hurts. <laughs> stop, stop, stop hitting me. Hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Hocus Pocus sequel will air on Disney Plus May 2022. They're going to do Hocus Pocus 2. More Sarah there. Jessica Parker. Uh, yeah, you're right. Another one uh, coming up with another story with her in it. Uh, all three stars of the 1993 film, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimy, 
will reprise their roles as the Sanderson sisters. This movie has uh, achieved a coveted status yeah. in Halloween films. It was never completely my film to go to. No, nah, I either. enjoy it, but uh, the, the again, this is cult level now. Yeah, yep. are they? I'm sorry, I don't, I've never watched it. Uh, are they bad guys or good guys? They are bad-ish because okay. they're coming back to fulfill a curse. And um, so they, yeah, they, they, they have to be foiled, uh, but they are, uh, they're very likable. Okay. Uh, so in Hocus Pocus 2, three young women accidentally bring the Sanderson sisters back to modern day Salem and must figure out how to stop the child hungry witches from wreaking a new kind of havoc on the world. Uh, production is set to begin this fall, but you're right, Steve, that's become a go-to uh, for Halloween viewing. <laughs> and so. Can- and I, I think actually Sarah Jessica Parker has never looked better in a movie. She's hot in this. There's something, I agree. There's something gothy hot about this. This right. in uh, L.A. Story was when she looked her hottest. Oh, yeah. I'll go along with that, too. Uh, here's a story from earlier in the week. Leonardo DiCaprio has pledged a staggering $43 million to help restore wildlife in the Galapagos Islands. Yes, they're going to glue animals back together. Oh, <laughs> the, the Hollywood A-lister is committed to uh, rewilding the entire archipelago along with other islands in Latin America. My wife has been. Did you see the story the other day about the um, the Darwin Arch collapsed? Oh, yeah. It's a natural arch. Yeah, it was a natural erosion. It wasn't, yes. it wasn't yeah. an uh, I did not see that, no. Yeah. yeah, it collapsed. Huh. And I mean, you're talking about something that's been around for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. And, it's, uh, and it finally had its demise. Uh, and just naturally. Yep. Yeah, so so my wife has been to uh, a Galapagos, and it was amazing. It's literally one of those places where every time you get off the boat and get onto an island, you're surrounded by all sorts of wildlife. Mm-hmm. And I think, Steve, you're not allowed to stay on any of the islands, right? No, you have to stay no, on you the have boats. to stay in a boat. Yeah. what you did, and uh, yeah, and uh, the boat was was okay. Yeah, you know, because yeah, but uh, but it was the actual small, right? Yeah, they're smaller boats, and so you you go with sort of like a, um, um, Kelly here from the station went with her as well, and they had a uh, they had a great time. I mean, the, the pictures. I mean, just any pedestrian sort of picture that you take there is going to look like a Nat Geo shot. Yeah, it's one of the more uh, unique places in the world. So yeah. here's here's a picture we have that's that used to have a top on it, uh, the the Darwin Arch, and so now it's like the Darwin Towers. Yeah, I've yeah. seen somebody had written it as that. So yeah, uh, so the initiative is in partnership with Rewild, the organization founded by the actor along with a group of renowned conservation scientists. Uh, the Galapagos National Park Directorate, Island Conservation, and local community. So he he dropped forty three mil of his that's, own money. That's that's good. Yeah, it's that's walking the walk. That's, that's something that will get tangible results. Yep. Uh, and let's see. How about this relationship news? ASAP Rocky has announced he's in a relationship. <laughs> With Rihanna. Oh, I, I, wow, sorry. really? Yes. I just was happy he was in a relationship. Uh, the rapper described her as the love of my life in an love interview you. with GQ. <laughs> uh, rumors over whether the stars were dating began as early as 2013 when the rapper supported Rihanna on her Diamonds World Tour. Uh, and he said, I think when you know, you know. She's the one. She's... Is she not closing in on billionaire status? Ooh, I don't know. Because she has her own line, her own fashion line, that is incredibly popular. Okay. I know she was dating uh, Leo for a little while. She was she dating was. DiCaprio. And, yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a fling. And you know? Burt Young. And Burt Young. <laughs> no. Which was, I, I mean, mean, that was a rebound. <laughs> Paulie? Yeah. From He's, the Rocky movies? <laughs> He's yeah. still alive, right? Yeah. He is. Yeah. He said he was dead. He is. <laughs> 
He was also Lou in Back to School, if you remember. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And he landed Rihanna. That, you know, yeah, listen. you never know. Yeah. Uh, stranger <laughs> things have happened. So the pair uh, were both featured in the ASAP Rocky 2013 video for Fashion Killer. Uh, since becoming an official item, they have been trying to avoid being photographed together by the paparazzi. You laughing at a picture of Brett Young? Yeah, and that's cool that he landed. So Rihanna, were you so. should we single or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he doesn't know. I love him. <laughs> huh. You're like a little troll doll. <laughs> Let me comb your hair straight up. <laughs> you want? I should get you a drink. <laughs> Uh, since becoming an official item, they have been uh, trying to avoid being photographed together by the paparazzi. This is this is uh, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna, not Burt Young and, <laughs> no. okay. and Rihanna. Uh, the rapper said his partner has absolutely influenced his new album, which will feature Morrissey on, which is kind of interesting. So, uh, And let me see. I, I, I want to make sure I don't leave anything no, dangling. Right. you got to wrap it all up. As we head into the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um... The eighth and, I guess, final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine will premiere right after the end of the Summer Olympic Games. That's right. I love this show. I know you have as well, Case, for for all the years. Super, uh, you know how shows sometimes are densely written, Preston, where there's just stuff coming right and left and the jokes are great. That ensemble cast, and you'll get more jokes in a commercial half hour on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's hilarious. Uh, Adding to a promo, the 10-episode final season will make its debut August 12th on NBC, and then they will wrap it up. All right, we're ready to hit the clips. Clip? No, not movies? Movies. Movies. Ready to hit the movies. Sorry. One movie, it's called Dream Horse. It is a drama slash comedy starring Tony Collette, Damian Lewis, and Joanna Page. Uh, in the plot, the film tells the inspiring true story of uh, Dream Alliance, an unlikely racehorse bred by small town bartender Jan Vokes. Uh, with very little money and no experience, Jan convinces her neighbors to chip in their meager earnings uh, to help raise Dream and compete with the racing elites. Running time is an hour and 53 minutes, rated PG. Uh, it's in theaters starting today. Streaming starts on June 11th, and it's got a good score at Rotten Tomatoes at 85%. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Uh, I realized, Steve, there was a clip I wanted to play because I didn't get a chance to hear this, and this isn't a part of our official clips, so I want to double back a little bit. But uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is going to be on SNL Saturday Night Live. season finale of SNL, and so she did a couple of promos. Anything with her, yeah. we love. So we she... pretty much fell in love with her when she came by here. Yeah. She was awesome. I mean, we loved her. I mean, the yeah. first uh, M. Night Shyamalan exposure to her yeah. uh, was, was great, and she'd been in some other stuff, but now we're just absolutely enamored. Yeah, here's uh, one of the clips. Hi, I'm Anya Taylor-Joy, and I'm hosting the season finale of SNL this week with musical guest Lil Nas X. Man, I'm going to miss you guys over the summer. You've never met us before this week. Yeah, we don't work here. <laughs> See, that's why I'm going to miss you guys. Y'all so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another one. Here we go. Hi, I'm Annie Taylor-Joy, and I'm hosting the season finale of SNL this week with musical guest Lil Nas X. It's the last show of the season, y'all. Say the best for last. Well, we want to be humble. The other shows were great, too. No, this is the best one. Yeah, it is. Let's do this. Can we hug? No. All right. <laughs> nice. All right, now we're ready for the actual clips that we play at the end of this entertainment break every day. 
Four best friends are living and working in Harlem, New York, as they strive for world domination in the new comedy show, Run the World. In this clip, executive producer Yvette Lee Bowser talks about her guidance role. That really is the job. You know what I'm saying? It's like to take someone else's work and then figure out how you can enhance or amplify that. And a big part of that is guidance through the rewriting process, the polishing of the scripts, and then the most essential, I will say, the casting. If you don't get that right, then you're sitting at home reading your brilliant script in your robe, and that's not what we want. I don't give a f***. Run the World airs Sundays at 8.30 on Stars. Here's the next clip. Amazon original series Solos follows seven characters on their individual adventures only for them to realize that in isolated moments we are all connected through the human experience. In this clip, creator David Wheel discusses his hope for these episodes. Solos really became a treatise and an exploration on how to reconnect, on how to rediscover your humanity. And, you know, my, my greatest hope is that each of these episodes allows an audience to reflect on their own lives, to look inward, and to, to think about who we are as human beings and who we want to be. Translation, boring. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of people in this. Morgan Freeman, uh, Helen Mirren, Anne Hathaway, <laughs> Anthony M- Mackey, um, so Constance Wu, yeah. It's a star-studded cast. Solos begin streaming on Amazon Prime Video this Sunday. And that's the report for today, friends. We're going to break. We're going to come back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us. It is indeed a Friday. We're wrapping up the week in fine form. Stay put. We'll be right back. Netflix plus Hulu plus HBO Max plus Discovery Plus equals... Holy shit. But WMMR's live stream... No subscriptions and no, because, you know, it's free. Free, free. Free, free, free. 90 free, free WMMR. Case, I think we're going to do uh, The Connoisseur. I think I've got some uh, a lot stuff. of stuff. It's perfect because Casey's getting, grabbing a little bite to eat right now, so we'll, uh, we'll dive right into the world of food. It's time for The Connoisseur. And restaurants. Can I make you put your hat on or no? Uh... Can I, not like to keep it off today? Can I not All wear the hat right, today? I'm giving you a pass. <laughs> Thank you. I always forget about that. <laughs> Next time, I promise. No, no, no. I'll do that. It gives, yeah, it gives you a headache. It's not worth it. Uh, Tabasco is known as a hot sauce, but the brand is creating an entire line of barbecue oh. sauces. You a Tabasco fan? I no. I mean, uh, I don't. Neither ha- I. I don't hate it. Uh, I know people who slather it on everything. And there are times to use it, but I'm not a big Tabasco guy. Now, barbecue sauce, I love. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that they're making barbecue sauce. I, I saw an interesting story about Tabasco uh, a few years back, and it was uh, it's like one of those things like a champagne. Like, it has to come from a very specific place. Oh, really? And the... the, um, the Tabasconia. Uh, Does no, it's like, say champagne? It's like... <laughs> no, it's like... Uh, Steve, it's like its own little island in Louisiana. And it's uh, this what? family history behind it. Yeah, it's a really fascinating family history to this, how they make this sauce. And um, so it's McElhenney Company brand Tabasco so that, sauce, but that it's very specific. And I thought it, it came out of a Tabasco well. Uh, no, no. Well, maybe no. they tapped into one originally, but uh, no, that's fascinating. Yeah, I, I just I just thought it was sort of a generic. No, it's 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 a neat thing, and and uh, yes, you have, I'll see if I can find the origins of that story. But it, the you know the backstory to the entire process is pretty fascinating. All right, uh, they're going to come out with their original barbecue sauce, which is a two out of five as far as the heat rating goes. Because uh, these all they, these various flavors have different heat levels, uh, the jalapeno mesquite barbecue sauce, which is one out of five for heat, honey barbecue sauce, one out of five for heat, and the habanero jerk barbecue sauce, three out of five of the heat. Uh, the habanero s- jerk off. Excuse me. 
<laughs> Jerk sauce. Do you? I see my issue with a lot of these things, and I um like I. Uh, like with, I, I used to use salt on everything, and now I never use salt. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You find out that the food has taste. Yeah, that's really good. And a lot of times, these things to me, you're eating, you're actually eating this, and you're just putting it on something. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. then a lot of times, it masks the flavor. Now, like a one steak sauce on uh, can be nice now and then. But a lot of this stuff, to me, just overrides the taste of what you're eating instead of accentuates it. Right. Yeah, that can be that way for sure. Uh, the sauces are available now at Walmart, if you want to try those out. Walmart? That's where I get all my stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Walk to the connoisseur. Uh, I'm eventually going to circle around to some restaurant <clears throat> stuff. But uh, right now I'm going to mention this. A man named uh, David Garcia has actually figured out a way to bake pizza on a river of lava oh, yeah. at uh, Paikaya Volcano in Guatemala. I saw him uh, pictures of him doing it. Like, yeah. he has a, a, a super heat-resistant pan, right? Yeah, so Garcia's pizzas are sheet pan pizzas, so the dough has no direct contact with the lava. After stretching and topping the dough, he places the pan on the molten rock. Uh, not only does he have to keep an eye on the pizza to make sure it's not burning, he also has to make sure that it doesn't drift away because the, the lava's moving. Um, he said, it was difficult for me to learn the technique here uh, so the pizza doesn't get burned. And it is also a risk to be on the shore because it is at a high temperature of 1,500 to 2,000 degrees. Jesus Christ. So I have to watch the wind direction so it doesn't affect me. But they say when you take a bite of it, it tastes like stupid. Uh, no, he said after <laughs> his first taste of lava pizza, though, he came to the conclusion that the risk was worth the slice. Garcia was initially inspired by scientists in Iceland who cooked hot dogs right off a pile of hot lava. He said, I took the idea and I wondered what else could be cooked with the lava. So one day I prepared a pizza, took it to the volcano rocks, and in about 14 minutes it was ready. The high temps from the nearby lava gave it... An exclusive taste and an amazing crunch. And I told myself this needs to continue. So he started this in 2013. By 2019, he had a little business called Pizza Pacaya, where he baked off pizza over um, over volcanic stone and lava for tourists. So is there any idea or any presumption that this affects the taste of the pizza or is it just that it's it's a sort of a, a gimmick i think it's a gimmick yeah but yeah i don't i don't think I don't it affects know. the taste i mean you uh you cook with like uh wood chips and and right but the actual the like the i i i don't know i mean to me this is it's an open air thing but you just have been... an incredibly hot like 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 a brick oven pizza yeah i understand that will but... we'll make it taste i think different will but, it not yeah i don't here's the or deal. does it you <laughs> you've been to a volcano right i have and they stink like, yeah. to high... Sticks. Well, they do. I Cook mean, a pizza they... all day, man. <laughs> the volcano, it sticks. That's right, it sticks. Uh, it's got a very, very pungent uh, sulfury, sulfur. sulfury smell. Yeah. Um, so I think even if you're cooking on a pan... And it, it is not like That's the direct. Gonna get it's it's going to get in there, and it's yeah. going to. It's it has to affect the. Yeah, taste. it's going to stink. I can't believe it's going to affect the taste in a good That's way. Right, it stinks. <laughs> I don't know, Case. I and perhaps, or maybe just the smell of it might do it. I don't know. I, I'm I'm fascinated now with this sort of stuff, Preston, because uh, I've seen a lot of ads for the um, the backyard pizza ovens, like the portable ones. Have yeah. you seen those? Yeah. And apparently, they're catching on like crazy. Yeah. Do you have you ever done? Do you have any pizza capability in the backyard? I, uh, just on the grill. I've grilled and, pizza before. Okay, you grill pizza. Okay, mm-hmm. that was my question. So, yeah. do you use a regular like griddle? 
or you, you can put it right, right on the grill. Right on the grill. Really? Yep. Exactly. Huh. Yeah. So the the dough will hold the in, yep. integrity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And because it it'll it'll crisp pretty quickly. Uh, so as long as you, and, it, and it's not going to sink down into the uh, the grill, yeah. It so a low heat, obviously. Uh man, I haven't done it in years. Okay. I don't remember what temperature it was I'd at. Like but to yes, try it. it's not going to be super hot because you have you know flame coming up underneath it. But you can do it. Yeah, pull up a recipe online. It's easy to do. I might take that out for a spin. So you might be wondering about safety though with cooking on lava. Garcia knows the areas that are safer and oh, away <clears throat> from any toxic gases that there the volcanic go. some volcano that sometimes uh, will produce. Uh, then every day that he comes to the volcano, he's got to gauge how to cook based off the flow of the rocks and the temperature. But apparently he's got it down pat. So. Well, the gimmick is working. Yep. All right. Before we do another story from the connoisseur, oh. can I break in with our coolest teacher? Yeah. I think so. I think we can do that. All right. So we're going to go. Up in the morning and out to school. On to the phones. And we are going to welcome from St. Mark's, Mr. Brian Venti yeah. to the show this morning. Mr. Venti. Good morning to you. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, so uh, Nick had told us that you were aware of the contest yesterday and that you uh, had inquired about the voting and so on. And uh, how did you use that information? Well, the link, I mean, I listen to the show regularly. Oh. And uh, I was trying to tell my kids to, you know, to text in, to vote <laughs> and everything like that. And the link wasn't working. So I was a little, uh, oh, oh you know, no. First, so I asked text. Texted Nick about that, or emailed Nick, and then emailed Marissa, and, and you guys figured out whatever the glitch was and unlocked the voting. Listen, so you were you were well within about. your rights to lobby and campaign and do whatever you needed to do. It's, it's what other teachers have done. Yes, and oh, uh, bribery and intimidation, bribery, intimidation, <laughs> anything. Yeah. So it you was, it was test day yesterday, so I had some points to work. Oh, with. oh well done, right. well done. So you teach uh, bi- biology and anatomy, is that correct? Correct. Biology was a tough class, man, I thought. Yeah. I always found it fascinating, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much so. Um, how, how into biology are the students? Do they grasp it pretty well? Uh, they're freshmen, so it's, uh. it's, it really depends. I mean, it's, it's kind of that required course. They have to take some of it, enjoy it. And with any class, if you enjoy it, it makes it much more, uh, you learn it much easier. Yeah. Um, now, my Brian, my 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 biology class stenched of formaldehyde so bad. <laughs> That I mean, even just walking by the classroom, you can clearly yes. And once again, you can clearly smell it. Does that still linger in biology classes today? Not, not so much anymore. Especially not this year. Um, yes, with, with, with remote learning. I mean, yeah, we do doing like a half and half thing. So half the class is there one day, and the other half the remote, and they they flip flop that way. Okay. So it's it, plus with with all the rules that were in place, it was kind of hard to do stuff like that. And even in general, it it. It's kind of, uh, they enjoy it, but it's not necessarily, it's just a, a fun day to not learn something else. Is right. A lot of them look at it. So it depends on the year. Brian, my, my son's going to be a freshman next year. I remember it being a, a, a awkward time transitioning from middle school to high school. Uh, what's it like teaching ninth graders? Uh, it, it is, like I said, it is a transition. They go from, from being the big fish in middle school to all of a sudden they, they, uh, they're not. And they don't necessarily get all the rules. And it's not it's an intimidation type thing, but... Uh, yeah, they just don't realize high school is different from middle school. You know, it's, and it, big thing. it's funny because I remember throughout the whole, and I, it's, it would be my experience. I used to talk about this in, in my in my act, and they'd say in elementary school, they're not going to they're not going to accept this kind of behavior in junior high. 
And they did. <laughs> and then you moved on to high yeah. school, and they did. But it, it is it is a shock when you go from that that sort of thing to to the uh, the different um, the different class structure. I wanted I wanted to ask you: um, Were you always a science sort of nerd? Was this always your thing, or uh, or, or when did you when did you become fascinated with it? I, I've always liked it. I mean, it was it was between anatomy and, and exercise science and biology is what I, I did in college, right? Um, so I, I did enjoy it, and it, that again, it makes it easier for me to teach. Sure, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I guess in that respect, you know, the last thing about chemistry, I can't. Chemistry and physics are just not not my wheelhouse. So I stick to life sciences and stuff like that. That's, well, well, that's what I enjoy. Preston's made us aware of, and it might serve as a visual learning aid for you. There is apparently a version of Greece that teaches all about biology. <laughs> oh, stop that! <laughs> stop. Well, it's we Greece haven't talked about that on the uh, uh, the air yet. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're God. Hey, you know what, Brian? I have, I have a biology question for you. I when I when I was taking biology for the um, phases of um, oh man, when uh, of reproduction, yes. not, not reproduction, uh, maybe cell, 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 cell division, cell division, yes. cell division. And it was I prefer my ants toasted. Do they still use that one? Uh, actually, I hadn't. Uh, you know, stuff like that. It's it's only a few letters. I really don't go into that. It's just. You know, it is what it is. There are some mnemonics I use, especially for anatomy, where things are, the lists are a little longer. It's yeah. a little different now, Preston. They do cell division in the shopping malls. Cell yeah. division oh, in the like backs of cautions. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what does that stand for, though, Preston? The- uh, interphase, prophase, uh, metaphase, and telophase. Is that it? Yeah, I forgot anaphase, but very good. Yeah! Uh, hey! Plus for Preston. Cell division right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, uh, Brian, what do you have uh, planned for the summer? Um, well, I got a, you know, we're done about middle of June, and then I am a uh, large group of friends. We're taking a vacation out to Arizona. Good. And Good. Uh, come, ba- come back, you know, half Fourth of July festivities with the family, and uh, then turn around and fly out to Denver for my nephew's wedding. So, right. so that's, you know, that takes care of that, you know, up until midpoint of July. So right. after that. Not much planned. All right, well, good. Keep it that way. Yes, absolutely. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy your time off. All right, well, Brian, congratulations. We have for you uh, the coolest teacher of their coffee mug. We have a pair of MM barbecue tickets to sit in the coolest teacher section, a coolest teacher T-shirt to wear at the show, and a $25 gift card to Acme Markets Fresh Foods Local Flavors. All right, my man? Great. Thank you very much. Congratulations. congratulations. Cool teachers. Awesome. Appreciate what you do, sir. Thank very you nice so much. Very nice guy. Yep, and the next school up for voting is Bishop McDevitt in Wincote, PA, PA. And you text the word teacher to 39333, and we will send you the voting link. All right, so. Back little, to the connoisseur. Thank you, exactly. That's what we're going to do now. Um, and I have a couple of uh, stories at uh, Concern Pandemic and the return after, you know, restaurants being closed for so long. Uh, as things start to get back into gear, uh, many bars and restaurants reopening their dining rooms. Uh, while many people are happy to go, go back out, businesses are still grappling with the fact that they had to shut down and get some money. So uh, it, it determined that there was a it's financial firm company uh, crunched some numbers and determined that pubs in the U.K. will have to sell about 124 pints of beer per person to recover the cost of the lockdown. Well, it's tough work, but I think people will step up. <laughs> no problem. Uh, the number is based on the amount of money the food and beverage industry lost compared to the average cost of a pint. Uh, so if you are headed out, uh, you need to get 124 pints 
uh, to <laughs> bring them back around. Now, yes, I don't know. I would like 124 pints, please. I don't know over what amount of time a that, weekend that means, but uh, that's what you need to do. And another thing that was uh, an interesting. Steve sent me this. No, you know it's okay. It's insane. <laughs> Steve sent Stop me this it. one. So one of the things we noted, especially here and in Center City. Uh, were restaurants that had heaters for outdoor dining. Do you remember the huge scramble for outdoor heaters? Yeah. When when everything, I mean, and it's weird to say, do you remember? But this one year plus pandemic seems like it took place over thirty years. So they people had you know the restaurants bought the the, the really tall ones, yes. the, the the shorter ones, space heaters, tabletop heaters, electric heaters, propane heaters, all of them. Now that things might be opening up even more, they're not sure what to do with all of them. Where to store them. Yeah. Because they're not going to get rid of them. Yeah. So, well, some some are getting rid of them, uh, but they don't know where to put them if they are hanging on to them. Do they they have a decision to make? Are they going to keep it? Are they going to sell it? And if they're going to keep it, where are they going to put it? And what they're saying they have a lot of them. Is it's tacitly going to be a, 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 a business explosion? For storage facilities. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I was. I thought you were going to say it's going to be a buyer's market for heaters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Steve, and, you know, my mom wanted to buy one for Thanksgiving yeah. last year and to, so we could have an outdoor Thanksgiving. She couldn't find one, and the only ones that she could find were prohibitively expensive. So right. um, it'd be interesting if you could get one now, if you can find a place to store it for next winter. Well, in the article, as the connoisseur will back uh, this up, uh, the a lot of restaurants are going to, which I think is smart, they have now entertained... And have successfully pulled off year-round outdoor service. Good. So, so if they if they do that with the heating, it doesn't mean that a lot of these structures that we see that are up are going to remain in place. But it's conceivable to have some sort of arrangement outside with external heaters. I saw a story on the news this morning about the very thing about um, with with loosening restrictions, um, people that are are regular shoppers and and so on in Center City. They want that stuff gone. They right. want they want the parking spaces back. I believe yeah. it. It's uh, tough. It's mm. tough to, to to juggle both. Yeah. Both yeah, exactly. are at a premium. So, so they need they need the parking spaces. Yeah. And they were going over how you know some of the garage prices have gone up, and that it's ridiculous to pay for parking mm. right now. I was yesterday with the, Jamie Blackburn, who's a friend of the show, and 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 uh, you know she works with White Dog Cafe and the Mashalu, and we were at the White Dog, and they have a, a tent set up outside in the parking lot that doesn't affect anybody in the you know surrounding areas i'm saying it'd be great if you could leave that up because it's a really nice sure. nice thing to do it's not on any street it also it's adds, recessed it adds business you talk well, about yeah it adds business it adds seating right. to their restaurant adds yeah, seating. Yeah. so what happens yeah. is you'd look about like with the uh, the british pubs making up 140 some odd pints yeah you could at least you know catch up a little bit with something well, like that because they're and they are allowing the restaurants um to reopen at full capacity, but what they're saying is the full capacity is still six feet from chair back to chair back. So technically, it's not the restaurant's full capacity. Right, exactly. Uh, So maybe uh, you might be able to grab one of these heaters at cost. Maybe if you Mm. go by a restaurant and just say, hey, you guys going to sell any of those heaters that you have? It might be worth a shot. So we have two fire pits in our in our backyard, which I got the second one for our Christmas yeah. family party, which thankfully you know it turned turned out to be like twelve people. So we we actually spent the whole thing outside with two of those heaters going, Preston, and it 
It was like 28 degrees, and it was phenomenal. It was yeah. great. I bought one of the um, – I actually was able to find one of those tower heaters. Those are cool. And they – I think they are more effective in heating. Yeah. Um, so – because I have a fire pit as well, and the, the heat doesn't come off that as, as good as the, the heat comes from that little tower thing. But – It's gooder. It is gooder. I had to go to Absecon, New Jersey to get it. <laughs> I had to go to the home – Like, I was really? Yeah. Well, I had to – I mean, it was a Home Depot, but I had oh, done okay. a search – like for the entire area. Yeah, they're the- completely depleted. Yeah. Yeah. So you managed to snag one and it worked out nice, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I have another thing here. Uh, we're going to talk about steak. Steak! And how well it's cooked. So is a well done steak a first date deal breaker? <laughs> Half of Americans say yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I found this pretty wild. Yeah. I'd never mm-hmm. make it in the dating scene. Uh, no, and- me neither, man. My, my wife and I, when we first started dating, Kansas City Prime and on uh, Maniunk, they had a Friday night. It was just an amazing steak dinner. It was sixty dollars a head. You got a you got a, an appetizer, the entree, the dessert, and all the wine you could drink. But so we used to go there a lot when we first started dating. I would get my steak, my filet mignon, butterflied and well done. At Kansas City Prime. I was a kid. Oh, you were a kid. I was 22. No, 25. Oh, I was 30 years steak. old. Can I have some steak butterflied? Uh, I'm, no. s- I'm not a kid anymore, and I still get it. I-, I will get it. I now get it medium well. All right. Well, you're on medium well. Yes. That means. Has, that means I, are you eventually going to get to medium? I don't think so. I don't think even, so. like, I will. It, that means handies with a surgical glove. <laughs> No, and even like even if I don't notice, say it comes out medium, and I have no idea. I think I'm I'm good to right. go. I'll be eating it, and I'm like, what? I, this I, I'm not liking this. What is the problem? Mm. And then I get to the center. I'm like, that's the problem. I want to ask you: is it is it the uh, is it the texture? It it's got to be. I think that's me and food. Is, if you is see the any... texture is yeah. not right for me, I can't. It's I think it's the reason I don't eat seafood is because it's that well, kind of like I know what you're talking soft about. and sure. yeah. If you see anything that approximates pinkish. Blood, sort of. Oh. That would kill it for you, right? And you have to see the way my dad. My dad will just bite into a, a raw piece cow. Of <laughs> like it's, it's still bleeding. Like I yeah. said, why did you even yeah. put that in the oven and dirty the the pan? I like, just I, medium I, rare for yeah. me. Medium rare wow, is yeah. Really? So so mm. I I like I like it I like it I don't yeah, like medium it bloody. Rare is what I like. Yeah. yeah. I just hate the assertion that you're ruoning it. Listen, you you like what you I like. like. Yeah, I like steak. I like, and I like the actual. Well. I like the taste of char. Like I, do, I for some reason that just <laughs> that that is a that is a yummy to me. I don't know. Okay, no, yeah. I just think it's that sounds funny saying I like the taste of char. I don't know how else. Thank you. I know, I know what you're saying. It. I'm glad to hear that, honey. Uh, no, not share. Not share. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> not share. Char. Not share. Um, like the taste of share. Her ugly sister, Char. <laughs> so come in here, Char. The smell listen, likes you. If you like it that way, it's fine. Uh, but what what you don't want to do though is waste a really good cut of meat by cooking it all the way through, like at a Kansas City Prime or a Morton's or Chris Ruth's Chris or something like that. Do you get or a like, Barclay Prime? You know, you would never. just like you wouldn't get a Kobe burger. Right. No, no, of course You not. get it medium rare is what I think if you want to get the taste of the burger. Yeah. But what, because you, you make a valid point, though, Case. The taste you like is the taste you like. That's yeah. what I like. You're cooking away a lot of the flavor. All the, the, the drippings and stuff, that's a lot of flavor yeah. in, in, from the steak. That's what it comes, It's from the fat. And the more, actually, the more fatty, the more marbly, which is not real big, thick pieces of fat in a steak, 
the more flavor you're going to get out of it. Yeah, like uh, blood, blood. People who have, you know, they say bloody. I that I can't do. I can't. We do. Have, I cook them pretty rare at home. You, you guys would be disgusted <laughs> on, on the, the plate that I come back with. Do you have it's to just, fight the dogs for it's it? A, it's a pool of blood that the steaks are sitting. That's, in, so. that's perfect for me. Yeah, I, really? I, I, yeah. Oh my god, medium rare, rare. Yeah, medium rare. Yeah, that's that, that's down there, hair. Yeah, then not, down there. It's not blood though, right? Like it's just the juices. Like it's not it's actual splooge. blood. Okay, I don't think it's splooge either. Uh, and it's I'm, red. Yeah, I don't know, color. but it's not. It's not blood. Like okay. it's the meat juices. Is um, it? Okay. Yeah. So, in a recent survey of two thousand respondents, fifty three percent claimed that they would not date someone who liked their steak prepared in a different way that they did. Huh. That goes double for people in the Northeast, by the way. Fifty nine percent of whom judge everyone for their steak choices, not just potential romantic partners. Meanwhile, in the Midwest, people there were most likely to say that they'll eat. Whatever is put in front of them, regardless of how it's cooked, that's 62%. But they are also the least likely to leave it up to chance. In fact, three out of four Midwesterners insist on manning the grill themselves at barbecues <laughs> and other friendly gatherings, as well as seven in ten men compared to half of all women. Let me ask you this. If you go to like a like a like uh, an outdoor barbecue somebody else's house and you ask for medium rare, nine times out of ten, you will get that burger delivered back to you well done. Yeah. 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 No, people don't know. They they just can't achieve the medium rare. Sometimes it's hard to get it right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the survey found plenty of other ways the various regions across the country differ in terms of their meat eating habits. Uh, the Northeast appears to eat steak more frequently than everywhere else, roughly seven times a month compared to the national average of five. Uh, they also consume the most of it as well. Uh, so we here in the Northeast around 16 ounces a month compared to 13 in the South, 11 in the West, and 10 in the Midwest. At the same time, Northeasterners know the least about cooking steak. One out of five say that they've never actually prepared one on their own before. Uh, On the other side of the country, West Coast residents appear to be the least judgmental about steak preferences across the board. That's likely because almost three times as many vegetarians live there as anywhere else in the country. (laughs) I like uh, grilling year-round. It doesn't matter to me if there's a foot of snow out back. I'll I'll put it on the grill. But, um, Preston, do you cook steaks inside? Uh, And if so, how do you do it? Occasionally. You know where I started doing that was when we would order with, um, like, HelloFresh and Blue Apron and stuff. Right. Because you would get steaks, and it would say just to cook it right on a pan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, man, I've never really cooked a steak on a pan before. So what I'll do is um, get the pan really hot. And uh, do it a couple of minutes on either side and then throw the whole pan in the oven at about 450 degrees for a certain amount of time, depending on the thickness of the steak. So I'll finish it in the oven. Well, there's going to be a lot of barbecuing, I think, like over this weekend as as, as stuff starts Mm -hmm. to get, you know, it's just a natural inclination as the weather gets warm and people are spending time outside. But, yeah, I agree. The, the around-the-year barbecue thing, yeah. you know, is absolutely valid. And I, think, I think it's laughable that I'm the grill master at my house because I'm not, like, a good cook at all. But You're I'm pretty good. Not really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I, I mean, dinner- stuff that you brought in for us has been good. I cooked uh, dinner on Monday. And oh! It- oh! Well, that yeah. sucked. So, no, uh, it, it wasn't uh, Can you visit everyone in, during visiting hours? Or <laughs> No, it wasn't that bad. It also was not difficult. Well, anyway. What was What'd you make? What'd you make, spaghetti? Just bear with me. Okay. All right. It's cereal. It was the salad, but. Oh, but no, no, no. Listen. Okay. All right, all there right. were but cooked, salad. There were cooked ingredients on it. All right. Did you cook Wait, those ingredients? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I so, uh, Kathy, the kind of meal you prepared, you could have prepared simply by driving a car into a produce section. <laughs> oh, of it. no. 
I promise. There were like really yes. There okay. Was, there was meat on it. And, what kind of meat? What was cooked? Uh, actually, it, well, chicken. It's like Purdue shortcuts. No, no, no. It was okay. chi- it was chicken. <laughs> you open the bag. <laughs> um, and then I cooked barley. There was some barley no. on it. Um, so you had chicken ginger, on it. Ginger on it. Yeah. Chicken. Was this was the baby chicks you raised? No. Oh, no. Man. Timmy. No. No, so it wasn't all that complicated, but it, uh, listen, guys, baby steps, it was good. Oh, well, good, good for you. Good for you. Preston, uh, can you, I need you to go to line two, because I have to hear about this, because I, I have this oh. device. All right, I will go to Dan. Hey, Dan, good morning. Good morning. What's this up? Scab Eaters Anonymous. <laughs> Scab Eaters Anonymous? Yes. Welcome, sir. Please share your story. Um, so we have a, a Ninja Foodie air fryer. It's like a glorified toaster oven, and it has all these different settings. And my mother-in-law, Sue, I hope you're awake and listening, uh, <laughs> turned me on to putting fillets in like a reverse sear method in the air fryer for about five minutes per side, comes out medium, and then to get that char on that Casey light, that's when you throw it in your ripping hot cast iron. Okay. Oh, interesting. And I'm telling you. I was at Del Frisco's like two weeks before I tried this method. Better than Del Frisco's. Huh. So when you air when you air fry it, the 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 steak does it not generate uh, grease and drippings? It does. It, it has a pan underneath. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, um, the air fryer that we have is like a, a square mesh pan. Yeah, that's what we have. A, a drippings pan that's below it. And All right. Yep. Huh. All right, interesting. Dan, thanks for the heads up. That there, might be a way to prepare them. There is a super, super um, uh, Dave McGrogan was sh- showing me, like, uh, in back of one of the Harvest restaurants, this super high-speed steak cooking device. Um, are you familiar with these things, Preston? What can, was it again? I'm sorry. It's like a super high-speed steak. No. Where you can get a steak to actual normal good taste, but in... 15 minutes. Like a George minutes. Foreman grill. But like nuclear without compromising taste. By the way. And this the, is all the rage in the restaurant industry. The George Foreman grill was pretty decent. Did you ever have one? Did you yep, ever use we had one? many. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I probably had one. Yeah, I never cooked. I don't think I ever cooked steak on it. But burgers, damn good. You know what's funny about, and, and I'll, 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 I'll pull back in a moment here. The George Foreman grill was a joke. <laughs> uh, because, and I'll tell you why. Uh-huh. Because it was marketed as this big... Um, you know, the fat runs off of it. <laughs> it's it's gonna you know it's gonna save you calories because yeah. the fat it's, it's right. it leans <laughs> it's it's angled and the fat runs off of it. The same way on a grill it when you cook, drips, it drips through the grill. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Yes. I mean, it's different than a frying pan. Yeah. It won't sit there and, and wallow in its own grease. A, but a joke that made them even richer. Oh my god! Yeah, and people bought it like crazy. Oh yeah, I had them. But it was easy. It was small. It was convenient. You just plug it in and bang, so you're good easy. to go. Uh, so yeah, but I just thought that was funny the way they marketed mm-hmm. it. Uh, let me go to Tim as a suggestion on steak preparation. Hey Tim, good morning. Hey. Good morning, Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla. what's up, buddy? <laughs> um, so, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's called a sous vide. A it's sous- basically what you do is, is you take your steak, you season it, and you put it in a vacuum sealer. Once it's vacuum sealed, there's this. You have like a little tub of water, and you stick it like a it's like a little stick, and it regulates the temperature. You can cook it like any doneness you want, rare, medium rare, well done, even. And basically, the, the steak can't get any hotter or any warmer. It can't, it can't be overcooked. You can leave it in there for 45 minutes to an hour, 
and then you take it out and you have a pan just ripping hot, ready to go to get that that nice char uh, shared sister that Casey likes. So you're you're, you're you're saying you're basically boiling the steak? Sort of, but it's it's not actually ever touching the water. It's, right. Um, it's inside the bag, so when it comes out, it's it doesn't look appetizing, but it's it's the perfect doneness for whatever you set it for, for whatever temperature along the line that you so, set it for. And so, then you sear it. Okay. And then you sear it. That, and it comes out perfect every time. That sounds like it would work because you could get whatever oh. level uniformly through the steak and then you take it out and handle how the outside is going to be cooked. Right. Huh. Exactly. Interesting. Interesting. All right. We've seen, I've seen a number of texts come across saying that. That might be one to try sometime. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it, Tim. All right. Have a good one, guys. It sounds a little bit strange, but... It also sounds like if you're making multiple steaks, it would take 14 days. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go to this guy who likes it like you do. Let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bop, bop, two, the bop, two, bop, bop, a do, got, got, bop, He did yeah. it. He did it. Well done, sir. Wow. I've been working on that for a while. <laughs> you got it. And, you, and you, you you did it under pressure. Nice. What's up, Mike? Okay, Casey, you're my hero. <laughs> I go to the Texas Roadhouse, and I'll get a 32-ounce bone-in ribeye oh steak. I will have them butterfly it, and I will order it well done, zero pink, and I will send it back as many times as it takes. They'll probably drop it on the floor or whatever. But hey, um, I don't do that anymore, though. That's that's what I did. But you I loved was, it. Yeah, yeah I, I but, did. But here's the thing. I've actually sent it back a couple of times because there's still pink near the bone. And it comes back out, and the manager sets it on the table and just kind of like gently pushes it towards me like, here, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, no, this is great, man. Oh, because uh, he, he thinks it's burned, and yeah. that's the way you like it. But here's the thing, okay? I like tender steak. I like but the idea of pink and the flavor of the pink just doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I hand-select my steak out of their case, just like I do if I cook at home. Yeah. I find a nice fatty steak, and that fat like just makes everything <laughs> uh, buttery, I'll say. All right. But, but the sear on the outside, it's like a little... I don't know, like a potato chip crunch when I bite into it. All right, I see what you're getting at. Mike, I have to ask this. Are you a big guy? Oh, of course. How much do you weigh? Three. Three. Okay, it makes sense. 36 ounces, dude. 36? When I go to Texas Roadhouse, you would laugh your ass off. I get their six-ounce petite Dallas filet. That's all that I need. And they have really good steaks here, by the way. 36 ounces. Six ounces is an appetizer. Hey, damn, dude. <laughs> Let me ask you, Mike. Have you entered? Have you ever entered? Like, have you ever gone into a restaurant that has a uh, you, you eat this steak and you you get your meal for free? Though one of those competitions, like sometimes. the old ninety six, sir. Right, yeah. right. Have you ever done anything like you know that? I probably I probably choke and not be able to do it. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. Because it sounds like one of your sponsors right now, Fogo. Yeah, I've been there. And it's like I, I go there with my buddy Jeff and Paige. They see you walking um, in, going, "Oh no, 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 no!" no. Like they'll come by, right? And I'll be like, um, "Do you have anything well done?" And as soon as I say that, all the guys that troll around with the meat, they come running to me because they have like the burnt crap sitting in the corner. Oh, they want to unload it. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. You know, my plate, my plate is piled high with food. They're like, "Oh, good, we can get rid of this stuff now." That's great. That's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right, Mike. Thanks for the heads up, buddy. I appreciate it. It, it is sort of a, like a Rorschach test of um, mm-hmm. of eating. Because, yeah. you're, you're, listen, I don't eat really a, a ton of red meat at all. Uh, but on the occasion that I have and do, yeah, um, yeah, medium rare gets it done for me. By the way, the Fogo guys, uh, they're called gauchos. Yeah. yeah. I yes. love that term. Yeah. That's what they call them, the gauchos. Um, and by the way, this last little tidbit about uh, beef. 
Uh, surprisingly, the, the the panel that they that they well, when asked to name their favorite type of cuisine, respondents most commonly cited Mexican, Italian, and Chinese. But the panel's favorite beef dishes uh, don't come from any of those traditions. Instead, the list was topped, and this is great. Yeah. So it's a three way tie for favorite favorite beef dishes. Uh, so that, so it's an even split on Korean bulgogi, which mm. I'm not familiar with, Russian stroganoff, and cheesesteaks. Thank you oh! very much. Yep. yep, one of the favorite ways Interesting. to have steak or beef or however you want. Um, do we have time for one more? Or... Yeah. I'll do a short one. Right. A short one, okay? Last one. Okay, you know what, Steve? I'll use the one you sent me here uh, because I don't want us to uh, lose the momentum. Um, containers and packaging make up nearly a quarter of uh, material in U.S. landfills and account for the majority of litter that ends up on beaches and waterways, according to the Environmental Protection Agency. And restaurants have considered this issue, but cost is a primary factor on trying to make, you know, packaging that can be environmentally friendly yes um and still hold up well when carrying food that's hot it's so, hard, hard to keep track of all it's this hard stuff. to do it and it's very very costly so uh one re- restaurant recently decided to make a change here in our area indian restaurant tiffin is now offering takeout containers meant to be returned uh the free containers are specifically designed to be sanitized and reused up to a thousand times hmm. it's the first such program in our area uh, there's a place called Just Salad that offers a reusable bowl. However, customers have to buy the bowl and then show up to the restaurant with their bowl each time they place an order. That's a competitor of No Salad, bro. Oh. <laughs> uh, from any of Tiffin's nine locations, you can now order dishes all in reusable packaging. The program coined Return to Tiffin uh, was years in the making. Uh, according one of the owners said, in India, one of the meanings of Tiffin is a stainless steel carrier that people take their lunch in. Interesting. But they couldn't do stainless steel. That was too much. So the program began in late March. Customers immediately started using it. There are now about 8,000 containers in circulation, and more containers are being ordered. So you have to order online, get your food in Tiffin's reusable packaging. When you check out, you will choose between the standard disposable containers or reusable ones on the delivery options page. So it's up to you. Yeah. Uh, and the containers have to be returned to Tiffin within 28 days. You can wait until your next delivery and then send your containers with the driver or drop them off yourself at a location where you ordered. Uh, you need to give the containers a rinse first. They don't have to be pristine. You don't have to put them in the dishwasher because uh, it can erase the QR codes needed to track them in. Uh, they arrive in a Tiffin tote bag, which you're advised to return them in. The bags are reusable. What are you thinking about this so far, Kathy? Yeah, I don't. Well, I immediately thought of um, so my cousin's restaurant, Meatball U in Westchester. You can bring your own pot. I mean, it's yours. I remember it's not, that. You yeah. bring your own pot, and they'll fill it with meatballs and sauce. I like that. You take it home and have you know make pasta on your own, and you have dinner. Uh, after containers are returned, they're dropped into a sanitizer solution, and then clean and health department approved dishwashers set to air dry, stored for later use. Uh, it's the same process used for dishes and glasses and silverware that you normally get in the mm-hmm. restaurants. Um, and if you miss the four-week deadline to return it, you're charged uh, $3.50 per container. Hmm. So they're made of plastic, but they're a durable enough plastic where they can use them at least a thousand times Right. Each. I think so, the, the thing that might, in my mind, is I'd hate to be rocking one that's like used 990 Three, you know, yeah. we're towards the end of its deal. But if it's clean, it's clean. I guess yeah, it's, it'll be clean. And they're, they're taking care of it. And the idea that you're making sort of an effort to eliminate the... Because I do. I, I like places that are using the biodegradable yeah. takeout stuff. But then you also have to deal with the thing like with pizza boxes, for example. If there are oil stains on it or whatever, yeah, you, can't you can't put it in the recycle 
bin. Yeah. Uh, you know, or, and you can't like. So to me, that's counterproductive. You yeah. know. Yep. Yeah, um, I would definitely try this, and I like Indian food too. So um, I haven't had it in a while, but this, is a, this looks really good. By the way, have you seen the Indian food scene in uh, Ted Lasso? Yes, you're watching it's very it. spicy. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it can be insanely hot. Yeah, uh, and I've I've never really dabbled in Indian food except for uh, is Naf Naf uh, Indian cuisine uh, Mediterranean. It's oh, yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah, or but uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't delved into Indian food, but um, maybe with this location, I might try that out. Give it a and shot. Do the reusable uh, to go packaging. All right, and that's all I have. That's been all yep. for the connoisseur. Oh, and we're yeah. talking about places that are local. Uh, yes, and in fact, speaking of food, I have a $50 Acme gift card to give away and a set of coupons for free (laughs) Mighty Sparks products because Mighty Sparks is what's presenting this uh, little thing we, uh, this uh, giveaway today. So I'll take a look at 10 at 215-263-WMMR. Mighty Sparks believes in making healthy, taste delicious, nutritious food and flavors go hand in hand. All natural, premium cuts of chicken and turkey patties. I'm down with this. With simple whole food ingredients to deliver unsurpassed flavor. Available in the fresh meat department at Acme. So let's set you up. Caller number 10, we'll give you that $50 gift card. Let's take a break and come back in just a moment. We have more stuff to give away. We're definitely going to get to a contest at some point and blow out all the prizes we have. So stay put. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at AcmeMarkets.com and an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, in our studio today, an assortment of Mighty Sparks products from Acme, and uh, they brought in some goodies. Uh, I have a $50 Acme gift card that we can give away now. Some great stuff in there. Caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. They brought in queso fresco and jalapeno turkey patties. Mm-hmm. Bacon bursting turkey patties. Oh, yeah. Spinach and feta <laughs> chicken patties. Feta... <laughs> Uh, feta ground chicken, bruschetta ground chicken, rotisserie ground chicken, and southwest ground chicken as well. Nice. I had one of them turkey burgers a little while ago. It was quite tasty. Good stuff. We were just talking about burgers. And, you, you know, after the connoisseur, the uh, the, hung, the hunger level skips up. And that's why I had to dive in. <laughs> that, and I've instituted a new thing since I hit my weight goal, yeah. which is Thursday night cocktails. Yes. Oh. So I need a little... Uh, mm sustenance uh, on this day. Marissa? Well, that was a perfect transition, Preston, because yesterday I did something really cool with Acme and I wanted to say thank you. I um, went to Conshohocken Brewing and they made a 
Summer Lemon Shandy uh, Acme and Contract and Brewing with those <gasps> Ivan's uh, Lemon Snap Wafers. You guys know the Ivan's, the orange box. They're the um, spice wafers. Oh, yes. So they have the yellow boxes of lemon wafers. So they, like, crunched up those wafers and brewed beer with them. Huh. That's pretty cool. And they gave me a case. And it was fresh off the line. I was watching them can it. You can go in my Instagram stories right now. I did all these stories. I had to bring the case in so it wouldn't get hot. And I loved it at home. Oh. I loved it at home, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, you were going to share. I brought, they gave me a case. Conchalk and Brewing gave me a case of this beer fresh off the line. Nobody's had it before <laughs> for you guys. Oh. And you left it at home. It left, it left it at home means drank it all last night. Now we've got to wait. It looks good. It does look good. The can's really cool looking. Isn't um, it really cool? So they took that iconic like Ivan's Baker guy and turned yeah. him into a brewer with a beard and a flat brim and everything. Nice. Well, it's all not right. like you could enjoy that over the weekend. <laughs> right. It's not like I enjoyed two of them last <laughs> night, too. So, uh, no. Uh, but thank you to Contract and Brewing and those guys. And um, it's going to be available at Acme. Wait. Memorial Day weekend. Excellent. Yeah, and so that's summer beer. next weekend, gang. Oh Whoa! Oh, my God. All right, let's get into the B-File. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. You can download the DraftKings app and use the code ROCK to get in on the action. Uh, a man who allegedly persuaded a uh, pursued, I'm sorry, a female hiker through the Sam Houston National Forest in the nude claims that he was only naked because he had to defecate. Uh, the man identified as he might be one of those who has to get completely naked. Absolutely, to, to I, I completely understand. <clears throat> uh, the man identified as 53 year old Scott Alexander Stevens has been charged with disorderly conduct. The victim had called the sheriff's office on Friday evening to report that a naked man was chasing her on Lone Star Hiking Trails, trailhead number three. I have to poop. When (laughs) deputies arrived to take the woman's statement, she told a patrol sergeant that she had seen the man emerge from a nearby stand of trees and began to walk in her direction. The man did appear to have an article of clothing draped over his forearm, she said, but she didn't stick around long enough to identify it. Instead... She took off running, believing the man was chasing her, though she admitted to the sergeant that she did not look back to confirm her suspicions. <laughs> mm. While deputies were speaking with the woman, a shirtless man exited the trailhead. When detained in question, he admitted that he had stripped naked at one point to obey the call of nature. Uh-huh. However, he said he had not seen anyone else in the forest. Uh, Stevens was arrested and booked into the county jail. No one's around. I'm going to go for it. Uh, Kathy gave me this story. This is pretty wild. Um, a teenager walked into a restaurant in Jersey City Wednesday afternoon with a newborn, handed the baby to a yeah. customer, and then left. Whoa. The entire incident uh, at the El Patron restaurant was captured on surveillance video. I mean, like, this is a newborn baby, like, just given birth. Umbilical cord was still attached, right? The 14-year-old mother walked up to the counter and claimed she found the infant girl. Uh, restaurant owner Frankie Aguilar said the teen handed the baby to a good Samaritan and ran away. Uh, Elise Scott and her boyfriend, Walter Coca, were eating lunch when the teen asked for help. Scott didn't hesitate. Uh, Scott said, uh, do you mind if I check the baby's vitals? She readily handed the baby over to me, so uh, my focus went right onto the baby. The teen mother walked out, leaving Scott with the newborn girl who still had a portion of the umbilical cord attached. Oh Scott and her boyfriend could tell the baby was having trouble breathing, so police were called and quickly responded with medical gear and oxygen. Fortunately, Scott is trained in CPR and first aid. That's awesome. And she said, once I applied the oxygen mask to the baby, all of a sudden we heard the most beautiful cry 
and the baby started moving. She slightly opened up her eyes, and then she closed her eyes. But the sweetest thing was when she got hungry and she was trying to suckle on the oxygen mask. So we knew that she was okay after that. Uh, Police found the teen mother. Uh, Both she and the baby are doing well. The child will be uh, put up for adoption. And at this point, the 14-year-old is not facing any charges. Officials are taking the opportunity to remind everyone that New Jersey does have a safe haven law, which allows parents and guardians to drop newborns off at hospitals, police stations, and fire stations. So you can do that. Genetic testing has revealed that a baby polar bear at Tier Park Berlin Zoo is the product of breeding between siblings. Oh, A clerical error meant that a female polar bear named Tonya was born at Moscow Zoo, was listed as the daughter of the wrong parent. <sighs> Tonya was assigned documents meant for another female polar bear uh, born in uh, at Moscow Zoo two days later. But, in fact, she was the offspring of the same parents as Wallachia, a male polar bear with whom she later mated in Berlin. <sighs> she banged her brother. Yep, and the pair produced baby Hertha. I really like it hot. Who was born in December of 2018. Suspicions were raised when documents were found at Moscow Zoo that listed a different birth date for Tanya, and genetic testing has since confirmed that she... And Wolaja uh, are siblings. So is the uh, baby doing okay? Is there any inherent uh, defects or anything? No, or? not that they've noticed. There you go. But, but inbreeding reduces genetic diversity, which is a crucial factor in the long-term survival of species. Yeah. Uh, this serious mistake is a very regrettable setback for the responsible work of the European Conservation Breeding Program, according to a spokesperson. Uh, this kind of mix-up is not likely to happen again, happen again, as it is unlikely there will be two breeding pairs at the same zoo. A spokesperson said. Whoops. Alaska man is recovering from injuries he suffered when a bear attacked him Tuesday, Alaska State Troopers said. Uh, Alan DeWitt Minish was uh, surveyed, I'm sorry, surveying by himself in a wooded area. A half mile from a road in the uh, Gulkana area when he approached a brown bear without realizing it. Hello. The adult bear charged and attacked Minish and then left in what was described as a brief encounter. Uh, Minish suffered puncture wounds and lacerations to his head. Yeah, the thing was chewing on his head. Uh, he was in good condition at Providence, Alaska. Is hard. Medical hospital. Is, I, I can't break this. Uh, there have been at least three other bear attacks in Alaska with injuries uh, since July, including one that killed a hunter from Ohio. God damn it. Uh, that September attack occurred when the hunter remained at the site of a moose kill, uh, but he was Why alone. don't you forget the moose for a minute? Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Uh, preparing another load to be taken to camp, and he was killed. Yeah, wow. take my load here to the camp. Um, <laughs> Preston, dude, this guy got a whole, like, I'm, an absurd amount of stitches, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, it, it really, it almost ripped his entire yeah, yeah. scalp off, so it was more than just puncture wounds. He was uh, hit pretty hard. A main man who claimed Give him a main man. Uh, that he was being attacked by zombies and droids while firing a gun into the air in a grocery store parking lot is headed to prison. Why? Did he successfully repel them? Gordon Fault admitted that he fired the shots. Prosecutor said Fault stole the weapons as he was uh, that uh, as he was caught with uh, from his father's gun safe in Maine. Uh, when the father was contacted by police, he found what appeared to be a suicide note in the safe. Yeah, the boys need you. In uh, Stratford County Superior Court on Wednesday, uh, Fault had talked about his goals for the rest of his life. He said, I would just like to be able to stable, to be stable and really live up to my potential clean and sober. 
Uh, he will first spend at least the next two years in prison, though. Prosecutors describe what police said uh, they saw when they arrived at the grocery store parking lot. He was pacing back and forth and appeared very agitated and was carrying a handgun in his right hand. The social worker attempted to calm fault down as he explained why he was acting that way. He stated that zombies and droids from above were attacking him and that they wanted him, her to come with him and he needed her to take him with him. Okay. Okay. All right. He surrendered after two hours. Please recover. Was there some of the uh, the improv that he's been come to know as? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. Uh, several rifles, shotguns, and handguns. So he was taken away. <laughs> and that is all we'll have in the bizarre file for now. Let us take a break. Don't forget, we give away the Word of the Week prize. It is a Friday morning. We've got more things to win with a contest we'll get to in a little bit. Maybe next. We haven't decided what hey. we're going to do next. So stick with us. We'll see what is up when we return. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hey guys, this is CC from CC's Retreat. We're a family-owned and operated small business located in Norristown. We specialize in dipping different things and different types of chocolate. Check us out at CC underscore sweet underscore treats on Instagram and on Facebook at CC's Retreat. Hashtag everything tastes better dipped in chocolate. Hashtag how you dipping. WMMR Rock. Next message. Hi, this is Dennis with KB Surface Solutions. We do kitchen and bathroom resurfacing and service Montgomery, Chester, Delaware, and Bucks County. We provide a great way to spruce up your kitchen or bathroom without the remodeling or expensive options. Check us out at KBSurfaceSolutions.com to see some before and after pictures and what we can do for you. Free estimates, so call today. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. You ever have a uh, something happen and take stock in the fact that it could have been really bad? <laughs> that's, been, uh, that's my system of framing of life. Yeah, yeah. I always take it... Okay, it's here. Now if we're to take it to the worst level and come back, this is okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so sometimes there's a, like a near miss and yeah. something could could have been real bad. Happened to Nick this morning on the way into work. That's a great setup because that's exactly how I feel. And, and Steve, you know, the first thing I said to you when I saw you this morning was I told you this story. And you're like, it could have been worse. You yes. Know? And it was, it was yeah. a good, good way to frame it. So I, I stopped at the Wawa on Belmont uh, on the way into work this morning. And as we've discussed many times, that is among the worst parking lots yep. in the world. It's, it was designed by Al-Qaeda. By Al-Qaeda. <laughs> it's it's yeah. just terrible. It's small. Getting in and out is difficult. It's terrible. And you can't really even back out very easily because yeah. when you do back out, you're, you're almost right back on Belmont when you do so. Yep. And uh, oftentimes in the morning, there are delivery trucks there, too. Yeah. So they're, they're dropping off supplies at the Wawa or whatever. So I go in. And I'm coming out, I get, get in my car, and um, unbeknownst to me, another gentleman left, and he was wearing a Sixers t-shirt. And listen, I'm, I'm just going to preface this by saying, I was in the wrong. Like, yeah. I, I, this is totally my fault, and I felt and still feel kind of terrible about it. Uh, but he walked behind his car, I never saw him, and as he was coming from behind his car back to his driver's side, uh, and he was to my right, I, I was backing out, and right. I, I nearly clipped the guy. and I, I nearly ran right into him as I was pulling out, and so... Uh, like he, I, and I'm look. Then I look at my right side window, my passenger side window, and I see him like throw his arms up and and like express to me. He's like, yeah. "What the f?" You know, and he kind of yells Big a little, fan! <laughs> right? <laughs> 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 and um, 
<laughs> so I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And you know, my my window was up, and and on on driver's side and passenger side. And then I'm like, then I, I slam on the brakes, I stop my car, uh, I roll my window down, and I say, dude, I'm I am so sorry, I'm so sorry. And he doesn't say anything. He kind of right. walks to the front of his car, and then I just I I lean out, and I'm like, dude, are are you okay? Is everything good? He's like, yeah, yeah, man, no problem. And he calmed down a little bit, and I yeah. pulled out and left and and went about my day. But like. Yeah, it was a moment where I felt like I could have run the dude over. I felt awful about it happening. I don't know if I apologized enough to him because I know that he was angry and upset, and I would have been too. Well, you, you, were you going, I'm sorry to interrupt. Were you going at a um, enough of a, a, a momentum where it would have hurt him pretty bad? Well, no. Okay. I, I mean, I had just – I was stopped. I had gotten my car. This was me leaving. So I literally put it in reverse and started drifting backwards uh, when I when, – and that's when the encounter happened. So I had just started moving the car. But still, if you clock if, if you clock somebody, the momentum him. of a car, you 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 know you you don't know, and you feel terrible, yeah. And you did the right thing, which is to, I'm so sorry to make it clear, and, yeah, and then yeah. and he he's shocked, he reacts, and then his his cooler head prevails, and, and his, he's like, yeah. I got it. Okay. His reaction was anger, which is totally yeah. justifiable. I will hunt you forever. <laughs> I mean, it's the main reason why I try to. Either a back into any spot that I can, or pull through, so I'm I'm pulling out straight. <laughs> Um, and cause I feel safer backing in because at least as I'm, as I'm pulling into whatever parking lot I'm at, I have a full, like almost 360 view the of the world is my oyster of everything. And I feel like it's easier to back it because I see, I, I can see the pedestrians and stuff. Um, don't I, you have sensors though? Did your sensors go off on your car? Um, I do have sensors. They didn't go off, and maybe it was just because it was on the passenger side. So I, I, don't, I don't my, know. I mean, mine will stop. Like, I mean, it it the brakes jam. Yeah, yeah. And, well, so, so does his. So yeah. does his. I've had that happen. Um, right. you know, literally backing into my driveway. In case I'm the same. Like, yeah. I, I prefer to do that. I do it here at work. I do you, it in, in Belmont, the though. It, it it's, right. a, it's a bad exactly. lot. It's yeah. a bad but, lot. But to finish, I, I wanted to say it, it's because people don't take enough responsibility. As pedestrians, especially in parking lots, to and I'm not blaming this guy at right. all. However, he has an uninterrupted view of everything. He sees brake lights, he can see backup lights, and and so maybe he's he just wasn't paying attention, or whatever. But because I can't trust everybody else, like I, I try to do as much as I can on you know on, so was, on my it was side. His of fault. It. Well, <laughs> con, con, I'm well kidding, listen, I'm kidding. I don't know the situation. The dude was not coming from the driver's side; he was coming from behind the car, or the passenger side. Listen, there's a little bit of onus on that guy to understand his surroundings and see that there's a car backing out. By the way, I want to touch on something. This is a little side thing here. All right. um, I hate backer inners. I, I just don't. <laughs> I'm uh, a yeah. backer inner. I see now. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't mind puller throughers. Uh huh. But I don't like backer. Preston, I think yeah. there's something wrong with backer. That's that's me. I'm, I'm with you. I'm Wait, 100%. I'm like, I look at my wife and go, oh, look. Yeah. Look, <laughs> Batman has to be poised for an immediate departure. And I wouldn't mind if people were good at it, but they're never good at it. And they're doing a 500-point turn to get it to you better than that. Yeah. And it's like, you know... I can pull out, I, and like this, like this is an obvious situation where you're dealing with an environment in the parking lot that was not conducive to what you're doing, and it happens. I'm sure it happens countless times in that lot. But for the most part, <laughs> I can back out fine. 
Yeah. I don't know what's so daunting about it. And yeah. pulling through it, I'm, to Casey's I'm point, right I, 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 my preference, I hate yeah. when I'm starting to do that right. and a car comes around and pulls yeah. it out like you read. Yep. Not, they're totally entitled well, to do it. I don't always back in. It's it's more like, all right, let me assess the, the situation around me. If I have time, if I'm not going to hold anybody up, hmm. I'd rather back in so that when I'm pulling out, I, I have less problems. Even more so than that, I don't like people who back into their own drive. Well, I was just I about to say, every I, single every day, every day. day. Um, Listen, all the time. This is every the thing. Day, every day. I would absolutely get one of those large turntable things uh-huh. and turn the car around, but backing into your own driveway, yep. I'm like, first, first off, Wait, I, I, par- I, park on, I park on the street. I would rather get a circular driveway <laughs> than back what? into the Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Uh, okay, okay. I, it's. Uh, listen, I don't know why. It's uh-huh. just a little judgment that I have on okay, you. Okay, well, it. I'll I judge you like, then. I'll drive by him like a little backer in her. Backer in her. Yeah, I, enjoy, I, I, hey, enjoy your child pornography. Yeah, yeah. No, I know it's stupid. Wait, but and whatever. you know what's so No, it's funny? absolutely fine, but I, I agree. It's, if you can, it's more in a parking lot, <laughs> Kathy, in a parking lot where you're, if I've been too many times stuck from moving forward because someone's taking nine well, or ten I, times at backing in. No, no, no. I, I, mine is mine is one. I pull forward and I pull back. If, if that's not going to happen, right. then I'm not going to back in. And I won't make people wait. If there if there's people behind me, Agreed. I probably won't back in. But wait, hold on. I right. noticed something Agreed. about uh, Steve's parking situation here at the station the other day. And, and yeah. now when I drive in, I'm like, I don't get it. Why does he do that? Why does he park like that? So you park, I think, two or three spots yep. in. Mm-hmm. So for me... Why would you not take that first spot? You have less of a chance of somebody on one ding side in ding in your car. That's why and I park Steve, where I park. And Steve drives a really nice car. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why does he park in the middle of the Well, he, here's the, the deal. A lot of times there's, there's a car right there. Well, not anymore because the that, that lobby has opened up. So the people that use those two right. other spots are now parked at this end of the building. So for my thing, I thought, okay, this is was yeah. obviously very important to this person to have that spot. Oh, yeah. somebody and, was and, parking and there? And I was consistently then parking in the third spot. I got it. So that so, spot's yours now. I can, I can tell you that spot is yours right, to right. take now because... That person and those people park over here in this part of the parking lot. Well, right. that's what all, I was wondering because yeah. there was no, there were no cars in those first two spots. Right. So I was like, why is he taking the third spot? But you were doing it because somebody used to park. And in I, that I thought, okay, okay, yeah. All right. First of all, team backer in her all yeah. the way. Um, okay. So and and I do it every time when I get home. And here's why: uh, <laughs> it makes it easier when you're leaving. Whenever the next day, does it so, make it easier when you're coming home? Um, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't it's, matter. It's, it's it saves me hard. some time in the morning, and uh, the only time I won't do it is if somebody's behind me on the road. So whatever argument you want to present as to why <laughs> I shouldn't be team backer in her is a futile argument on your part. I am team backer in her <laughs> till death. So I'm with you I, as, I'm I team. It. I park on the street. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, and so uh, so you're pulling forward anyway. Well, here's the deal. I, I like I have and I have my thing, and I get it because yeah. I come I come around. The, the, around the block so that I'm facing towards the main road. And those are things that you want to do in the morning that share a little bit of time off. So I completely get it. To me, the issue, and I think Press will back me on this, is in the parking lot. It's like, okay, okay, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Well, and that, I, But everybody has their, like at home, I back in because, uh, well, one, of course, it's easier in the morning to pull out, but um, Jace gets in the car on the passenger side. So if I pull in, my I park in in my garage. My door is going to get slammed every single time he opens oh, the door. So hilarious. I started it well, years okay. ago when yeah. he was, and also because I did $1,000 worth of damage to Dennis's car back <laughs> oh, in the driveway one morning. So. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> I do it in my driveway because uh, A, it's easier to pull out in the morning. 
A. All that and traffic. Then, and then B. Well, it's not that, Press. It's just it's just easier. It's, it's not that I'm animals. pulling out in the traffic. But animals, Steve, that's the other part. Uh, honestly, I have a ton of deer in my neighborhood. There's Do you? Also, there's also, yes. And there's also a guy who walks his dog in, like, at that early time in the morning, and I don't want to run him over. I love to watch you back out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to run over the lady who walks her dogs in my neighborhood early in the morning. Does she not clean up the poop? No, she's just in... Whore. Wait, she wants a that dog. No, she's, dog she's How's that life bitch. of the whore you're she's living? She's a bitch. Talk about bitch face. Yeah. This mm. lady is like just, she's a bitch with a bitch face. What you should <laughs> do is, is if she has a poop bag, Kathy, say, can I see that? And then smash it across I her face. I would love yeah. to do that. She, she also walks her dog in a stroller. Well, that's... Oh! Like, oh. Don't right. walk, bitch! I hate that. Wow. I hate that more than a backer in her. Marissa. Uh, I have to jump in here. I'm team backer in her. Yes! yes. Because... Join the team! I've had too many experiences in a parking lot where I've almost hit somebody. In fact, at Nick's Wawa that he was talking about, <laughs> I used to have to pick up newspapers on my way into the station, and I backed into somebody's car. As part as part of team backer in her, let me ask you this. Do <laughs> Do you keep enough enough um, uh, distance as you pull in so that uh, I find that te- people, members of Team Backer Inner in parking lots tend to favor their side for extra space, which then makes it an no, issue. right in the center. No, because Are I you have, sure you're right in the right center? center. Yeah, right. I have to do it at home every single day because I, I park in a garage, and that's part of it. And, and like, all the traffic my... <laughs> coming by. Yeah. Well, but when I'm driving up, I've seen people like have to slam on their brakes because they're pulled in, and they can't see anybody coming mm. up the garage. But no, and I'll readjust if I'm a little too close, right, if I'm running right. one of the sides. But we can all agree that people who walk their dogs in strollers are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless, the dog, unless the dog has a physical issue. <laughs> Disability. Yes. It uh, doesn't. I will say though, listen, if I'm in a parking lot and there are cars behind me that it, that I will potentially hold them up, even though I am an expert backer inner, I won't back in. I will just, I will either, you know, pull around or I'll pull through or I'll just, you know, pull front into the spot. I do not want to hold people up because I don't like when people do that okay, I hear to you. me. I hear, okay, so you're, I'm you're, a puller thrower, but yes. I'm not a backer inner. <laughs> I pull it through. Yeah. And I will say also, uh, I just need to get this off of my chest that two times yesterday, uh, there were people that were at a stoplight that were in the left lane, that when the light turned green, they then turned their turn signal on and made a left. It's a whole like, other topic, man. I, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It is. We're but trying, I just want to let to, you know. We're trying to solve backer inner. I hate you people that do that. <laughs> I'll tell you where I'm not a backer inner or a pull through. Because sometimes it's, it's very tempting to pull through at Target, <gasps> but you can't because then you don't have access to your, your trunk. trunk. Put to your, your trunk stuff in there. To, yep. put, to put stuff in your trunk. Every mm-hmm. single time I go, I buy enough that I'm going to have to fill my trunk. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, let me. All right, let me. Let me back up first. I, I, well, do you want to back up? up? No, I think you want to pull through. I'm not backing in. I'm pulling yeah, through. Right, let's pull through. Uh, I'll go back to this first. Then, then we'll get to the backer in or puller through or thingy. Uh, but uh, Nick had mentioned, you know, almost hitting somebody this morning, and then you have ha- something happen that could be. You go, man, that could have gotten bad. I'm going to go to Jackie because she's had some things this morning. Hi, Jackie. Good morning. Gadzooks. What's up, Jackie? Hi. Uh, so I had about three things happened to me this week that weren't great things, but they all could have been worse. Um, so I guess it was Monday night. I chipped my front tooth. <laughs> and luckily yeah. it was in the back. So I can feel it, but no one can tell. There you and go. That, 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 and honestly, Jackie, that's that's a win as far as these things go. It's yeah. not cosmetic, right. and it's not really destroying your chewing ability. Okay. Right, right. So that's what else? Good. All right. A couple days later, I got rear-ended, and they drove off. Ooh. 
is your car no damage to my car there you go okay okay good so then a few days after that there are two things that happen a couple hours apart from each other my husband loses a member of his family Mm. but then we have an ultrasound for our new baby and find out that everything is good and we have nothing to worry about there you go okay and the fourth thing was that kathy made you a salad Exactly. Yeah, and I cooked ingredients on it. Thank you, Jackie. And wait, oh, and I made the dressing. Oh, what? Really? Wow. What kind of dressing? That's Mayonnaise. Good, right? Yeah. No, it was. Uh, we squeezed. Uh, Jason, Lemon. I squeezed the lemons. We put some Dijon mustard in it. Uh-huh. There was a little salt. A little the oil. Sugar. That's legit. Oil. Yep. yep. Yeah. All right. Good. Well All done. Right. Thank you. Easy to do. One have, step at a time. I have some left if you want to try it. All right, let me go. No, we're not going to go that far. Let me go to <laughs> Let me go to Scott. Hey, Scott, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, oh, my gosh. I finally got through to Gandalf in the morning. Yay! Yeah, Welcome into the show. Thanks for calling in. Yes. Call in later for our cash contest. <laughs> hey, uh, Scott, so we started off this conversation. Nick pulling out of a spot in Wawa almost hit somebody, and it's the one on Belmont, and you used to work there, right? I used to work there in the early 2000s, and I would see at least nine accidents a day. A nine day. accidents a day. I have no doubt. If people aren't familiar, as, as Nick, and, and you'll back this up, Scott, when you're, you're basically, when you pull off the road, you're in a spot. Yeah. I mean, that's how tight it is. Yes. And remember, we have to park there too, so we have to jam our cars right. into that. Oh, oh my! my. They yeah. should have never. They should have never let CVS go to that corner right there I agree. because there's two Wawas on either side of that. If they would have taken that corner lot, it would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, all right. Thanks, Scott. It looks like it's not getting any better right now. Um, yes, case. I uh, forgot to tell you guys that I got my car washed the other day, and you know how like you pull into the car wash, and then they tell you to put it in neutral. Yeah. Yeah. I just was spaced out, and I never put it in the neutral. Oh, no. Was it was in dark? Or and, dry? And, and it was in dry. Oh, no. Dude. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. Wait, oh, no. is, it, is it one that you get out of or stay in? No, you can stay in. Okay. So I was still in the car. Oh, God. And, uh, and there, was a, there was a car right in front of me, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. they really just yeah. jam you in. Yeah. And wow. so, you know, so then I take my foot off of the brake, and I start moving forward. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just thinking, wow, this thing really goes fast. <laughs> yeah, right? Wow. You usually don't get up to 30. <laughs> Dude, you should have seen the guy because there's guys on either side with the power yeah, washers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have seen that guy run up. No! And I slam my brake on. Big fan! <laughs> I'm like, yes, I, I'm, I work with Preston and Steve. That's right. You know, I, uh, I bet they see it, though. You know, like, they probably recognize oh what was God. going on. You're not the only one that did that probably even that day. You know, it's just I'm sure that type of stuff happens all the time. I, I was at, so there's one that I go to, uh, a car wash that's um, in Bryn Mawr, right next to Vertex, where I, I work out. Uh, and so they own another place, which is a little different. And um, so I went to that one day, and, and as the cars come out, they're in neutral. They come off the conveyor line, and there's a little nub that's supposed to catch the car from rolling. But by this time, usually someone has gotten to the car, has interceded, yeah. has gotten in. <laughs> one day, it didn't. And so it's heading right out onto a main oh, road. No. And you saw the guys like, oh, ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think I know... Where my hang up with the backer inner comes from. Okay. All right. Okay. I think I, I think I just realized this because I saw this guy for years. I would uh, make a morning stop at my local Wawa. I haven't done it in a while because because you know pandemic. I've been yeah. bringing my own food, so normally I would get what I was going to have for lunch and so on. But anyway, 
um, this guy would come in. And, and granted, this is a little bit after 4 o'clock in the right. morning. There's nobody in the parking lot. I mean, <laughs> zero cars in the parking I lot. Know. And this guy would pull in in his big pickup truck with a giant Punisher decal on the hood. Yeah. And he would back <laughs> into a front spot. And I'm like, dude, there's nobody here. You're going to be fine. There's yeah. no one here. You're the Punisher. Why are you packing into this so, spot? And I know why it was. So you could see his Punisher logo <laughs> on, his, on the hood of his truck. So that's a negative association that you have with, Big time. with backer inners. Don't and this place dude, us all I'm sorry, Steve. I, 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 I know this comes as a shocker. This guy didn't look like a vigilante to me. <laughs> no? He no. He looked like a victim to me, to be honest. But, um, How about that? Yeah, but I, I was going to get I, some I, snack balls. I couldn't wrap my mind around that, and I think it kind of mm. irked me about backer Mister, this pretzel's filled with sour cream. <laughs> well, there's always a yeah. bad apple in the team backer in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and let me let me see if I can turn your frown upside down here, Preston. Right, let me see right. if I can change your mind. I'm a backer in to, to honor my father. My father passed away six years ago, and he was a backer in He was a truck driver, and it's a way to honor my father. Well, listen, we're getting a number of texts defending the backer in procedure, and a lot of them are delivery people who say that they are trained to do that. Yeah. And that therefore they do it in their personal lives as well. And that makes complete sense. If you're if you're pulling in like the Preston at a completely empty lot or lots with loads of empty spaces. Like in the morning here, yeah. someone backing into me is like, what? You just pull in. You pull through. Either either side of the equation, you're going to lose the time you pick up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree with you. Um, so I forget what I was going uh, to say. Nick, you, you back out of your spot here, too. And there's a, there's a whole, you could be well, a puller thruer, but I you could don't. Be. Uh, I used to be. I've uh, But I, here's what I do lately is I pull behind Preston uh, because Preston some days leaves before me and some days doesn't. And the days that he leaves before me, I know that I can pull through. So if I leave before he does, I then have to back out. I'm glad to know that you. You pull too close to my vehicle. I do. Yes. Oh. All right. And I'll tell you why. Because I, I. <laughs> no, I'm glad you told because me. Because I walk to the, I walk to the passenger side first, and I put my briefcase in there, and then I walk around the back of the vehicle. And you can't fit. And through. I walked around and gone. God damn it! I can't get through. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever that is, is parked too close. So that's, that's you. That's me. All right. Thank that's you. Me. You actually open your car and put your briefcase in, and then shut it, and then get on the other side. You don't just get into your car and throw and then, everything and over. put everything on the. <laughs> no, here's what I do. It's I, really heavy. I I put my and I, I open bad, up my and I have a bad so, right shoulder. So. I got you. Yep. Back seat door back door opens up. I put my stuff on the back seat, oh, and then you go back seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, I forget it. If it's in the back seat, I. You forget about it? Everything. Okay. <laughs> hey, Chase is back. <laughs> let me let me get uh, some other calls and we've got we've got even split. Well, you know what? Actually we should do a poll, Marissa. What do you I think? I think it's up. All right, she's already got it up. Right. Yeah. Uh let me go to Slappy. Hey Slappy. 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 Brandon, 49 days to Angorski's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How many? Angorski's birthday. Oh, we're already yeah, 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 yeah. Angorski. How Listen, many days? Let us never forget. I think it's 349. It was a guess. Oh, we should actually have a clock up in the studio, oh, a countdown clock. <laughs> One where we have to yeah. physically peel off right. a, a, a every day. Right. Uh, what am I doing here, Casey? Uh, this is for Slappy. Hang on a second. Oh, Slappy, Slappy, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. No. All right, what's up, man? All right, so I woke up a Presbyterian, but now it's all this nonsense talk. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're you're Preston. You're a logical man. Let me see if I can bring you over to a team backer in or here. Okay. <laughs> so, 
Uh, Steve is our resident uh, forklift driver from his past experience. Right. Um, forklifts, the wheels turn in the back, not the front. Right. So if you're backing into a spot on Team Backer Inner, you're pointing the vehicle into that spot by steering from the back end of what is turning into the back end of the vehicle versus if you're pulling in forward, you're dragging the back end in with you. So I think it's a lot easier to back into a spot and not kind of get close to the, if if it's a tight parking spot, that one D bag at the Wawa parking lot, backing in like don't don't let that guy ruin it for everybody okay. so you're saying that that of the active <laughs> community that commutes to work uh, on forklifts it's a no-brainer <laughs> no just take that and apply it to this oh, okay situation. okay I got you. for your average <laughs> forklift commuter it's easier, yeah it's easier to back into a tight parking spot than pulling forward i have yeah, no like my the wheels are turning my backing out game is is solid i mean i'm, I'm what good about pulling out game is it any good <laughs> absolutely <laughs> he doesn't have to right anymore. now i don't have to he doesn't have a process. i got nothing in there uh thanks slappy appreciate it man um yeah i don't know let's uh oh, slappy happy wait wait <laughs> My wife, thats I remember I was going to say, when she was in sales, she had a company car, and they had to take vehicle training, uh, safety training, right. and they were trained to either pull through or back in because uh, a lot of accidents happen when people are backing out of spots. Okay. Huh. I have had moments where, and listen, I here's another thing. When, when backing out of a spot, um, don't you hate when people that are driving down yeah. the lane will not... They they keep going even yeah, though you're backing out. I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. Don't you see? That, By the way, though, my vision is limited as I'm backing out. There, that's why I should be a, a, a back. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I'm saying that's not a reason because you're, you 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 have no sway. That doesn't matter. <laughs> in, in the general case of things. If you if someone, I think there's a percentage you're out at which you stop and allow the person to pull out. There's a there's a percentage at which they stop if they're pulling out and you go through. But if you're pulling but, out forwards, your field of vision is better and you can see said. It doesn't hole. matter if someone's coming coming down the road. If if, if you're, it matters for you because you can see them better. I can see them still on my uh, my reverse camera. Nice. Listen, I think I think we need a voice of reason. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> Ann Gorski yeah, to the show yeah. this morning. Ann, hello. Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Ann, real quick. What? Are you team backer-inner, or are you team puller-thrower? No. Um, puller-thrower. Thank you. Oh, okay. Well, 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 but team backer-inner, uh, well, team puller-thrower, well. I think that's it, a different, different team. I think it's that's a different, different team. team. It's either team yeah. backer-inner or team pull-in. Or team anal. Oh, team or team pull-in. Pull are you a pull-in <laughs> or back-in? I'll, I'll pull-in usually. Okay. Right. Okay. She's okay. on our side. I love you, man. Like, uh, Kathy, like, you know, the Target thing. I get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, you gotta you gotta have room to get in the trunk. Yep. <laughs> all right, and uh, besides this, and and your birthday, you wanted to mention something else, right? Today is my father's actual birthday. Papa Gorski. Papa Gorski. <laughs> is his last name Gorski? It, it's not. It's uh, Buck. 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 I thought she said what's his, sucks. What's his first name? <laughs> Frank Frank oh, Buck. Frank Buck. That's a manly name yeah, right there. My name is Frank Buck. <laughs> name is Frank Buck. I would see him having like the testicles hanging from yeah. the back of his pickup yeah. truck. And, and the phrase would have to be "Don't f yeah with Frank, with Frank Buck. Buck." Don't, but only saying the yeah. whole word out, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. He's got big big truck nuts on the back of his Prius. 
Uh, yeah, is- we're we're usually down celebrating with you guys at Eggs with Peg every single year. Mm. Um, so well, it's we going on. We just won't be there, but uh, I know. Well, we're not going to make it this year either. So, well, you uh, make it next, next year. year. We'll be there. Yeah. All right, awesome. and give uh, give your dad our best, and uh, tell right. Frank happy birthday. Okay. You know what? All right. Do me a favor. Give him a real uncomfortable kiss, the kind of daughter should not give a father. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Can give him, like, a real nasty shard out? We can do sure. that. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll do a real nasty awesome. shard out. For the Gorskis, for the Buckster, <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Frank Buck. <laughs> All right. Uh, man, we got to take a break in just a second. Let me oh, get boy. a couple more calls real quick. I'm going to go to Sam. Hey, Sam, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, what's Gadzooks. up, buddy? Gadzooks, Gadzooks yeah. to you, sir. What's up? I'm actually backing into my parking spot as we speak. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, our uh, our company uh, requires all employees to back into their parking spots. Um, you actually get in trouble if you don't. And uh, the safety department's theory on it, well, not theory, study that they've done, is uh, like eighty percent of accidents happen from backing out of your parking spot. So, um, if you're if you're coming off the road and uh, you're aware of your surroundings, you're driving. Um, that's the time to back into your spot because we're coming out of work, leaving your house. Uh, you're not thinking about driving at that point. So, um, you know, your mind's not going to be looking out for pedestrians like what happened to Nick today. So. Yeah, they, it's a policy. You they require it. In. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a number of texts come in like that. Thank you, uh, Sam. I appreciate it. You know what? I actually got a ticket one time for backing into a spot. Oh, backing, oh. Okay. Oh. For backing into a spot. Uh-huh. Nick, it was in Manhattan Beach hmm. in California. We were standing at your aunt's place, and we had rented a really big vehicle. It was like a, you know, like a Tahoe or something yeah. like that, or uh, an, not an Escalade, but one of those Suburban monsters. Or yeah. And so we were going to go to dinner, and in in the the little area there was a parking spot, parking uh, lot. I didn't read the sign that said you would get a ticket. And the reason I backed in, it was really small. And I'm like, this is going to fill up. (laughs) It's going to fill up, and we're going to have a hell of a time getting this beast out of this Mm -hmm. parking spot. So I'm going to back in. I backed in, came back, got a ticket for it. Now, I don't know why... Huh. Well, there they didn't allow backing into spots. What I was going to say was, there's a lot in Maniunk, same thing, but there's signs that says "Do not back into your spot," and I think it's mean it's a ticketed lot, and I think it's probably because they need to get to your license plate if they're going to ticket you. Well, you've been scarred. It's just easier. You've been scarred twice. So I you have got the been. ticket and the the Punisher yeah. guy. Yeah, you know, I get it. Yeah, okay. It's influenced your opinion here. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll. Steven, I don't mean to leave the team. No, no, I'm, I'm staying. I'm right, staying I'll, firm. I'll try yeah. it out and I'm see. <laughs> And see how it feels. I pull in and I back the F out. Uh, All right, here's a reason. This guy has some logic behind why he backs in. I'll go to John. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Good, buddy. What's up? So, yeah, I back in personally just because if if you ever have an issue where your battery dies or your alternator goes and you pull into a spot, it's it's not that easy for somebody just to pull. I mean, I've had the issue where people pull in. And I can't run. The I, can't I do that. what Frank Buck Gorski does. I, just, <laughs> I pick the car up from the back and pull it out manually, and then we jump it. Uh, all right, thanks, man. So that's the logic that he uses in that. Okay. The you. only reason I don't like backing into parking spots in shopping centers is if I have to put things in my trunk. 
then it's harder to... Well, she's just saying that. She's she's saying that's the whole target conundrum, and I do understand that. However, for me, the optimum parking situation is a pull-through. I will go to... Yeah, I agree, Steve. Same here. I I would prefer that. David, you're on the air. Good morning. Morning, guys. Guess who? What's up, bud? So um, last week I was in a Wawa parking lot, (laughs) and I was backing out, and this high school kid comes around the side of the building and hits my car. So we go through the claims process and everything, and I'm assuming that he would be at fault for driving like, you know, like an ass in the Wawa parking lot. But it turns out that if you're backing out, you're always the most liable, and it's always your fault, essentially. So I will be backing in for the rest of my life. (laughs) Wow. Okay, just to avoid that that potential. What I've noticed is that a lot of people who have backed in when they they pull out and are less inclined to take the you know, left, right, left sort of thing. They just dart right out. I've seen it happen countless times where... Yeah, pull out quickly. Right, and I... and I, I Exactly. I pulled out And then quick. you get stuff all over your pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Pulled out way early on that yeah. one. Oh, uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Aaron. We're never going to have a baby. Hi, Aaron, you're on the, you're on the air. Good morning. Cousin Larry Appleton. Oh! <laughs> it's Cousin Larry Appleton. What's his name, man? Cousin Larry Appleton. All right, what's up, man? <laughs> So, so I have an issue with it. It's just like you. I can't necessarily pinpoint it. I yep. feel like it's not a normal thing right. to back in. By the way, I think my wife just texted me about this very <laughs> issue because you drive her not too. So, Christina, hi. Um, but it, it's almost like it's almost like the guy who wears white sunglasses. Like, <laughs> wear the black ones, wear the black ones like the rest of us, it conforms to the unwritten rules of society. Yeah. It's stupid, and I don't get it. And, and one other little quick story. So my neighbor, my next-door neighbor, was a backer-inner for 10 years. Yeah. They moved, replaced by a backer-inner. This guy is so bad at backing in that he felt the need to put one of those, like, parking lot curbs at the top of his driveway, like the parking lot curbs, so that, like you don't drive directly into the Wawa <clears> or into the field at the end. Yeah. So he, and he butts up against it every single time. And it dawned on me while I was waiting to get on the air here, he wears white sunglasses. Oh, oh, I like white sunglasses. So Aaron, Aaron, you raised the point. Listen, if, if we lived <laughs> Listen, in a world of incredibly adroit backer-inners, I see so many people, though, taking and you know like at a target or something you'll see people in a car doing four or five passes on backing in and that just drives me crazy right. absolutely insane yes. thanks Aaron. appreciate it you know what i've noticed is is it and it's it, like he said is i don't have a logical reason for yeah. it but uh, like even if there's say for example like you know some neighbors that for some reason they just don't sit right well with me and i've driven by and gone and i see their car <laughs> backed in the driveway like, oh, oh and they're a backer in or two <laughs> uh-huh Hold on, did, uh, did, figures. It's so I don't run children over in my figures. neighborhood. Did the two of you just say you wear white sunglasses? Uh, <laughs> I do every now and then. Yeah, I've uh, I wear whatever's available. I don't. I don't. I have blue sunglasses. But Chuck D'Amico lost a pair of white sunglasses in the ocean last year. So, so for his, so for his birthday, I bought him a pair of white sunglasses. So I'm team white sunglasses. <laughs> Why is that bad? Is that real bad? Oh no! I, was just, I well, while he was talking, yeah. I heard you guys saying. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got a pair of white sunglasses too. So. It's funny because I did have a pair of white sunglasses and somebody commented on it like in an Instagram picture. I was like, what the freak is your problem? With <laughs> is that a white thing? Su- yeah, well, I, yeah. Like, apparently what, it is. I under- but did you understand what the guy was saying when he said that? Like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I thought it was yeah, funny. I yeah, I get it. Everybody it look, it else wears a little, black sunglasses? It looks if, a little strange. If you don't like somebody or you've just decided you don't, then it, 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 there used to be, uh, I forget which one of my comedian friends used to do the bit on it, but it was 
It was like, look at that guy. Look at him. Look, look at him. He's eating ice cream. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> Anything they do is going to be... Just point it out. Yeah. You son of a bitch. My, my brother used to buy white sunglasses every summer before he would, you know, before he had a family, married, yeah. kids, all that. Uh, so when he would go down the shore, he would be that guy with the white sunglasses. That guy with the white sunglasses. I've been cool. I've been riding around on the bike on the shore with, uh, at the shore with white sunglasses. <laughs> that so I'm that guy. <laughs> all right. Well, anyhow, um, go to the poll if you want to vote, if you want your voice to be heard about backer inner or puller inner yeah. or whatever. It is. And one more time to the guy in the Sixers jersey at five fifteen this morning. I am sorry. Yeah, uh, you know it was, it was my fault entirely. And uh, if I had only been able to back into that parking spot, it would have yeah. been. he texted me. He said he uh, accepts a little bit of responsibility too as a pedestrian. Okay. He texted you? No, but no. he should. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Contest, giving some stuff away. We'll get to that in a moment. Make sure you stay put. Teachers rock, and WMMR thinks they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your school. No quizzes, smart boards, or TI-83s. Just listen at 6.15 when they'll announce a random area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for the coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. So listen for the day's featured high school and Preston and Steve's coolest teacher. Weekdays at 6.15. Sponsored by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Class dismissed. All right, uh, gang, we're going to play a game that seems pretty easy on the surface, but when you're on the spot, it can be kind of tough. And we haven't played it in a long time, and it's called 5 in 10. It's a good game when we need to move product. And we have a lot of stuff to give away. 215-263-WMMR. So it's real simple. We give you a category. You have 10 seconds to name five things that fit that category. Sounds easy, but let's see if you can do it. Now, while we're waiting for the calls to get lined up and get everybody on the uh, uh, on hold ready for this, uh, I want to say thank you to uh, Jennifer Frederick from uh, Fox 29. She's great. She sent me a, or she tweeted out a photo of the googly eyes <laughs> that I put on realtor uh, Alan Forte's sign. <laughs> she tweeted that out? In uh-huh. New Jersey. Did she, she know she the backstory? It. I guess she does. Yeah. yeah. So I got back to her and, and I said, um, so the eyes are still up there and one side, <laughs> they're not on there, but I have an extra set of eyes. I'm going to put those there this yeah, week. When you need replacements, let me know. I, can I, get I definitely yeah. will. So thank you, Jen, for doing that. <laughs> and then the other thing. It looks so funny. It's yeah. great. I, 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 let me see. Okay, here you go, Steve. <laughs> There's a picture. Come around. It's on uh, Route 47. Yeah. yeah. It, it's. Uh, Preston, I, I was howling every time. And if I want a quick pick-me-up, I look at that picture. Excellent. Because so, it's the perfect size that the googly eyes should be for that picture. So thank you to Jen. And then while we're waiting for the calls as well, Kathy had a couple of things. She wanted to mention some weekend activities. Oh! Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so just because um, there were two really cool things that were happening. And then I, I heard of a third um, this morning. I was just talking to Marissa about it. So, um, And it's just this weekend. It's, or, or, I'm sorry. It's just two weekends. Um, but it's a, a quick festival. It's the Peony Festival in Chad's Ford. Ooh. So peonies are these big ball-like flowers. They're yeah. absolutely beautiful. And Jen was actually just there this week. Jen Fred was there. Jen Fred was there, yeah. She, yeah. she was reporting from there. Yeah, she is. Yeah, it's really cool. So it's um, they have a whole 
field, uh, there's about, they said there's 100 varieties of peonies. Um, and it, so the event goes, it started on the 15th, uh, and it goes until May 31st. So it goes through, through Memorial Day weekend, um, but then that's it. So uh, if you want to get out there, you have until Memorial Day. Uh, you can walk through it, but it's only, it's a short period of time that they give you to walk through. It's only from 8 a.m. to 10, uh, 1045 daily. That's $20 a person. However, from 11 to 6, you can actually drive through in your car, and it's $25 a v- uh, per vehicle. Um, so that's out in Chad's Ford. And then um, last weekend, I actually went kayaking um, with Driftwood Adventures, and they opened to the public this weekend. And they open in Tyler State Park and Falls Park. Um, I mean, I've been kayaking before, but I have to tell you, this was so much fun. It was such an awesome trip, and it ended up being, uh, because of the way the water was flowing, it ended up being longer than it should have been, but it didn't matter. Like, it was so awesome. Did we you had... end up getting, like, a sneak preview of it? or, or, or... Yeah, so yeah. We, so, yeah, so we, we went out. They do, they, they will do, like, organized group right. trips if you want. Um, so th- we did this for my friend's birthday, um, but they open. You can just walk into the park and rent from them. You can... You know, book online to right. ensure. You bring your own kayak. 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 Oh, I think. Kayak. Case, I'm not sure, but I'm sure at the um, that you can. But I mean, okay. this is this is in the the state park, so I think if you bring your own, you can go through. Yeah. But I'm looking at video of this. Yeah, this is what I've told you guys about for years. Growing up in Missouri, it was one of the yeah. things we would do is we'd go on these canoe trips. These we call them just float trips, and we do we'd camp and and float and stuff like that. It is so much. Fun. It was awesome. Bring some booze with you, and yeah. boom, man. It was so much fun, and there was like a little area that we kind of pulled off, and, and you know we let the kids out, and they played, and they were skipping rocks, and mm-hmm. some of them went in the water. Do you know how many miles it was? Uh, it yeah, it was a, what we did was about eight miles. Okay, that's a full day. Yeah, that's it was, a good long one. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. A long one. Now you don't have to do that. You can just go and uh, go in the water right where they rent them, and kind of just you yeah. know paddle around if you yeah. want. But they do um, canoes, they do kayaks, synchronized um, swimming. <laughs> no, they um, <laughs> but they also have uh, stand up paddleboard yoga. So oh, that's you, cool. If you're into that, they're going to be starting that uh, later in the summer, but it's Driftwood Water Adventures and they're in... I'm going to do that. I'm going to take my family and do that. Yeah. It, for sure. It was awesome. And Tyler State Park is so huge and so beautiful. Um, and they also do it in Falls Park as well. So both cool. of those locations. Uh, yeah. And they're driftwoodwateradventures.com. And then the last thing, um, and this, I don't even think it's like a special event that they're having. I just came across it and it looked so awesome. Um, the Old City Beer Garden. And I asked Marissa about it. And she said she's been there. She said, if you drive down Market Street, she said it lights up the street and you're like, okay, I need to go there. What is huh. that? Like, you want to check it out. So they have, um, you can make a reservation uh, to, to sit outside there, but they have over 20 craft beers and seltzers. Um, they serve it to you in the cans yeah. and you sit outside. They have a bunch of picnic tables. They have a covered area and it just, it looks so nice. Well, I wanted to mention if you are going to do any of these activities today uh, that you can wear purple because it's put on purple day and that is for oh, yeah, uh, lupus. That. Uh, so May is lupus awareness month and uh, our friends, uh, over at the Lupus Foundation of America, there's a Philadelphia Tri-State chapter. I uh, wanted to get the word out. So if you do have the opportunity to put some purple on today, get the awareness for, for lupus out there. Uh, you know, May is the entire month, but today is Purple Day. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Kathy, yeah, for your weekend activity. Yeah, it's going to be such a nice weekend, yeah. so you can get out and do something. Love it. All right. Uh, we need to play a game. Amber Lewin, <laughs> 5 and 10. we got our callers on the line, and we have a variety of prizes that will be going out. <clears throat> to various people. Do we need to go through them now? Or no, no, everybody we'll just, knows what we're we'll, giving away. We'll just get this started. Yeah, All right, come on. I'm going to go to uh, Chris to get it started. Hey, Chris, good morning. Preston. How you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Good. All right, we're playing 5 and 10. You ready to go on this? Yeah, can you explain the rules again? Yeah, it's <laughs> real, real, real simple. I, I will give you a category. 
You will have 10 seconds to name five things in that category. That's it. Right on. So, right on. Yeah, so you just got to rifle them off as fast as you can. You ready to play? I'm ready. All right, I'll get started, then we'll go around yes. the room. All right, here we go. Do me a favor, Chris. In 10 seconds, name five Beatles songs. Go. Oh, here comes the sun. Um, help. Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> Um, oh, harder than it sounds. Yeah, once you're put on the spot, it becomes difficult. Sorry about that, Chris, but thanks for calling in. Of course, in. living right. on a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go uh, to Casey and handle this one next. I got John on the line. Hey, John, how you doing, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. Happy to have you as a guest, oh, sir. Friday. All right, John, we're playing 5 and 10. You're with Casey. Here we go. All right, John, in 10 seconds, give me five sneaker brands. Go. Nike, Adidas. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, Are you kidding me? Nope. Oh, man. Uh, it's hard. It's hard. Sorry, man. I gave him Skechers, yeah. uh, Converse. Under yeah. Armour. Under oh, Armour. Yeah. All right. New I would have asked about that. Yeah. Asics, Brooks. Brooks. What, what were the uh, living on a prayer? Bobos? The Knights. Uh, something Knights. Oh, British Knights. British Knights. Jordan Knights. Yeah, Jordan Knights. All right. Let me Knights go. of Columbus. Let me go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Hey, Presbo. Hey, Joe. All right. So you're going to play with Steve. You ready? I'm right, trying to get this easier. All right, in ten seconds, give me five finger foods. Go. Mozzarella sticks, chicken fingers, wings, uh, jalapeno bites, and fried pickles. That's how you do it. All right, here's what we got for you, Joe. All right, for you. Joe, we have a case of Stella Artois. Your table is ready in the life Artois. See you, see you soon for a Stella Artois draft at Kavanaugh's Rittenhouse in Center City, Philadelphia. Oh, yes, I did have it lasered. Oh, my God. All right. Somebody said something to me yesterday about that. It was so awkward. Yeah, he was like, they were talking about... You know, you're lasering. I was like, oh, my God. All right, we'll get a caller. Well, you're a trooper. We got a caller, Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Uh, Good. All right, Mike, uh, the laser butthole girl is going to (laughs) do your five and ten. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Mike, do you like basketball? Yeah. Okay. In ten seconds, name five NBA teams. Go. Lakers, Sixers, Celtics, um... The Heat and first. First. I was like, who's first? That's right. The first? <laughs> he got it. All right, good job. Mike's a winner. What do we have for I him? don't know. He went Lakers before Sixers. I know. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it was on the top of my head. All right, Mike. Well, yeah, Mike. anyway, we're going to give you a four person pod <laughs> for the in person screening Ooh. of A Quiet Place Part 2. This is going to be nice. on Monday. Monday nice. night at 7 p.m. at the AMC Nishamani. The film will hit theaters on May 28th. Alright, we have another caller up and it is Nick. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Uh, Nick, meet Nick. He's going to handle <laughs> yours. Are you ready? My man, let's do this. Alright, Nick, here we go. Ready? In uh, 10 seconds, name five characters in the movie The Wizard of Oz. Go. Dorothy, Tin Man, uh, Cowardly Lion, Scarecrow, Annie Ann. Yeah, Annie Ann, Annie Ann. Annie Ann, that's it. Annie Ann, I was like, she makes a good friend. 
No, that was good. That was and really good. Living on a prayer. Nick, I actually just watched it yesterday. Oh, oh, you and me, buddy. Nick, yeah. Nick, Wizard of Oz. This is crazy. Uh, it's nuts. What do we have for him? <laughs> All right, you have a case of Stella Artois. Your table is ready in the Life Artois. All right. See you soon for a Stella Artois draft at Kavanaugh's written written house <laughs> in Center City, Philadelphia. All right, we have Brittany who's going to be our next contestant. Brittany, how you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Wonderful. All right, Brittany, uh, you got me. You ready to try this out? I think so. Okay, Brittany, here we go. In 10 seconds, name five Sesame Street characters. Go. Bert, Bernie, Count, Elmo, Cookie Monster. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Very good. It's even Very faster good. than the Wizard of Oz thing. All right, Brittany, here's what we got for you. Brittany, you have a $50 Acme Markets Ooh, gift card. It's the nice. last one we have to give away. And you also have coupons for Mighty Sparks products. Now through June 3rd, you can purchase Mighty Sparks products for $1 off at Acme Markets. You can find Mighty Spark in the fresh meat department. That's good stuff. All right, we will go over next to Vince, who wants to play 5 in 10. Hey, Vince, how you doing? Good morning, It. Good morning, It, sir. All right, you are lucky. You get Casey, who's going to throw a category at you. You ready? I don't know how lucky. Yes. All right, here we go. All right, Vince, in 10 seconds, give me five even numbers. Go. One, three, five, oh, two, four, six. That was outstanding. Oh, my God. You are razor sharp. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I had to walk away. I was like, oh, no, not this guy. Uh, he did. Casey started to leave the room for a moment. All right, oh who God. do we got for Vince? All right, Vince, for you, we have a four-person pod in the in-person screening of A Quiet Place Part 2. This is going to be Monday night at 7 p.m. AMC Neshaminy. The film will hit theaters on May 28th. I love it. All right, we'll go over next to listener Rick. Hey, Rick, how you doing, bud? Doing well. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, uh, Rick, you get to work with Steve on this one. You set? Woo. Yes. Well, right. And I'm going to make it easy, Rick. Hopefully it's easy. In 10 seconds, give me five planets. Go. Uh, Earth, Mars, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn. There we go. Well done, Neil. Right. Yep. Well done. We got it. Hang on the line, Rick. Here's what we got for you. We got a case of Stella Artois. Your table's ready in the life, Artois. See you soon for a Stella Artois draft at, uh, this is at Kavanaugh's Rittenhouse in Center City, Philadelphia. All right. Next over to Kathy and listener Joe. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning. All right, Joe, we're playing five and ten. You know how it works? You have to do. All right, let's have you play with Kathy. Here we go. All right, Joe, name five reasons someone may vomit. Go. Bad smell, bad taste, hungover, uh, headache. Yeah. Uh, doesn't like you. And they don't like you. <laughs> yes. yes. All right. I'll take that. Yes. We can have that. Yes. Like <laughs> All right. What, <laughs> That's why I vomit. What do we have for Joe? All right. We only have a couple more of these left. We got a case of Stella Artois. Your table's ready in the life, Artois. See you soon for Stella draft at TJ Smith's in Warrington, Bucks County. All right. We will have, I think, Chris as our next contestant. Uh, Chris, are you there? I love seahorses. Oh. Seahorse party forever. In fact, I think horse. seahorses forever. All right, Chris, you're going to play with Nick. Here we go. Chris, you ready? I love colors, Nick. Okay. All right, let's do that. All right, so this this will be right up your alley. In 10 seconds, name me five luxury cars. Go. Porsche, Lamborghini, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Lexus. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nailed it. Nailed it. So you just keep your head about you. What's up for Chris here, Case? For Chris, we got a four-person pod for the in-person screening of A Quiet Place Part 2 on Monday at 7 p.m. at the AMC in the Chamonix. The film hits theaters next Friday, May 28th. Nice. How are we doing on prizes? We're doing well. Okay, we still got a few to go? Uh, just a couple. All right. Just a we couple. Will, we will get uh, John on as our next contestant. Hey, John, good morning. Privilege. Privilege. Not everyone can read love lists. All right, John, <laughs> I'm going to give you a category. You got 10 seconds, and are you ready? Yes. All right, uh, John, in 10 seconds, name five birds, please. Go. Uh, a robin, a cardinal, uh, a blue jay, um... An osprey and an osprey. Oh, yeah. oh you were just awesome. there. You just missed it. Sorry, yeah. John. Oh, man. That's, uh, yep, when you're on the spot, man, it seems real easy. But then uh, you got to do it. It's difficult. All right. So we're getting other callers on the line here. Real quick, I want to mention, uh, Casey had said that uh, the Acme Giveaways Mighty Spark is here today. They're on a mission to spark change and help those in need. Now through Labor Day, for every purchase of Mighty Sparks All Natural Poultry, Acme locations are going to donate a meal to Feeding America local Feeding America's local food banks, including Phil Abundance. Which That's is excellent. Awesome. Yep. Right. I think we can take uh, two more winners. Two more winners. Two, okay. Two more. Uh, we still got to get them. All right. So two one five two six three WMMR. What's hard about this game is that we give away things so quickly. That Connor and Marissa are in the other room <laughs> trying, to, trying to get the information from the people that have won a prize and tell them what they need to do to get the prize and then get other contestants on the line and ready to go and set to play. So it's tough. It, it, it's hard for them. They really have to bust their asses back there when we play a game like this. All right. We're set to go with the next one, and this is Chris who's going to play with Casey. Chris, good morning. Good morning. How you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. Chris, we're playing 5 and 10. Casey's got it for you. Here we go. All right, Chris, this is a real easy one for you. You ready? In 10 seconds, give me five players for Real Madrid. Go. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, um, right. He's just I'm joshing you, brother. All right, so in 10 seconds, give me five streets in the city of Philadelphia. Go. Main Street, Walnut, Broad, uh, Oak. Uh, maple. Sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a whole yeah, section yeah. of uh, uh, there's yeah. a whole section of streets. Gloverton, Hosbrook, Peacock, King Bang. How about first uh, trees? Uh, second street, third street, yeah. fourth street, fifth street. Yeah. <laughs> Living on a prayer. That'll work too. Chris, is there a maple in Philadelphia? She says yes. Yeah. All right. Is there a main street in Philadelphia? Yeah, Manny. Yeah, Manny. Oh my God! What do we have for Chris? Chris, you have our last case of Stella Artois. Your table is ready in the Life Artois. You can see you soon for Stella's draft at TJ Smith's in Warrington, Bucks County. We have one prize left. All right, so we can only get one more winner, and that is all. We're going to go to Wayne. Hi, Wayne. How you doing? Wonderful, Wayne. We're playing 5 and 10, and you get Steve Morrison. You ready to try this? Yep, always. All right, trying to make this simple again for you, and in 10 seconds... Give me five characters from The Simpsons. Go. Bart, Lisa, Homer, uh, Mr., uh, what's his name? I don't even know. Uh, Goofy, uh, Doc. Uh, I didn't. I didn't Goofy and Doc, I don't think, are hers. <laughs> Goofy and Doc. You just should have named all the members of the family. The family yeah. You were on the right track. 
Goofy and Doc. <laughs> hey, at least he tried, yeah. man. Yeah, they yes. are animated. Richie Sambora. <laughs> living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. <laughs> slippery and wet. Yeah. All right. Uh, that means we got to go to another caller, and it is Steve. Hey, Steve. That's how are you John. Doing? What's that? You went to John. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, John. i got to put you on hold. If Steve doesn't win, then you can go. So we'll go to Steve. Hi, Steve. Are you there? Hey, how's it going? Awesome. All right, Steve, you're playing with Kathy. You ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. All right, name five Summer Olympic sports. Go. Swimming. Okay. Uh, running. Farting. <laughs> Sneezing. Picnics. I want a gold Beach. medal for running. Sun tanning. <laughs> Well, it's hard, Steve. Right. We know. Thank you, though, man. Wait, Fishing. Uh, that was the easy out of the yeah. two that I had. Oh, my God. Remember the guy that was like, frickin' McNabb? <laughs> frickin' <laughs> McNabb. <laughs> All right. So, hey, look. The guy I went to accidentally. John gets to take a shot at this. Hey, John, are you there? Yes. All right, John. You're our only hope. You ready? John, how are yep. you with geography? Uh, Not that great. All right. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. We'll do this one. Um... In 10 seconds, name me five magic words. Go. Hocus, pocus, shazam. Magic words. Uh, I have no idea. Oh. Hocus, pocus. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Alakazam. Alakazam. Well, abracadabra would, is that all one word or is that two? It's kind of considered a phrase. That's yeah, that's, that would be one. So, uh, sorry, ma'am. You didn't win. All right. So, let me go to Allie. Hey, Allie, Hi. are you there? <laughs> yes, I'm here. All right, Allie. Man, I have my list here. I say this one is not an easy one. If you, if you have an easy one. Uh, I don't have any more. I didn't okay. write any more down. Um, I'm going to try it out on her. She might surprise us. I have man. faith in her, man. All right, Allie. Are you, you a fan of Russian literature, Allie? Uh, no, no, not that. All right, <laughs> no. Allie, in 10 <laughs> seconds, name five bad habits. Ready? Go. Biting your nails, picking your nose, cursing, speeding. Lying. Damn! Yes! Yeah. She did it! What was the fourth one? What was before lying? Lying. What was, lying. No, what was before lying? Um, it was biting your speeding. nails. What? She, uh, Hold on. What? Speeding, biting your nails. Speeding. Okay. Speeding. Speeding. Got it. Do you think she said sneezing? No, I just didn't hear. I didn't, okay. had yeah. no idea what it was. All right, what do we have for Allie, our last winner? Allie, we have a digital download of Georgetown starring Christoph Waltz. Vanessa Redgrave and Annette Benning. This is based on incredible true events. A smooth-talking social climber comes under investigation when his wealthy, well-connected older wife turns up dead. Ooh. You can buy it or rent it tonight. Rated R from Paramount John Pictures. Samos. By the way, the two biggest magic words that somebody texted in are please and thank you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And those are the magic that's words. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, uh, and thank you for playing. That was fun. We have, it's been, we have not played that game in a long time. We had to dust that one off for you. Um, we're going to take a break and come back in a second because I've got ample Bizarre File stories to share. So stay close. We will return in just a moment. Check out Amy Lee and Lizzie Hale live in Studio Z with Pierre and Jackson talking onstage collaborations for their upcoming tour and what it means to get back on stage. Plus, watch the latest video from The Offspring and check out the Struts cover of Queen's classic, We Will Rock You. 
click contests and enter for your chance to win a four-pack of tickets for the 2021 Eggs with Peg event at Keenan's North Wildwood, Friday, May 28th from Coors Light. Made to chill. All right, let's take another. Oh, I'm sorry, Steve, you want to mention something? Can I just give a quick yeah, shout out? Yeah, please, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't see you there. No, not a problem. Yeah. Ken Sedberry, who is our buddy over at Xfinity, is helping yeah. me out with something right now. And this is going out to Ken Sedberry. You know you're listening. Here's your fart. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ken. All right, let's do the V-File. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre File. All right, got some stories to share. We're going to start with this guy. This guy, police say a man totaled his truck Wednesday morning because he was distracted due to the fact that he was counting cash while he was driving. Yeah, you don't want to pull over and do that. Uh, the crash happened around 6.20 a.m. According to police, a 32-year-old man had just cashed a paycheck and was driving approximately 50 miles an hour. 51, 52, wow. 50... While he was distracted uh, from counting the money he had just received. And police say the man's truck went under the shoulder, clipped a mailbox, caused him to lose control of the vehicle. That went into a ditch, struck a culvert, causing the truck to go airborne for approximately 68 feet. Jesus. This guy was flying before nose diving into the ground and rolling. <laughs> and, and, then he, and then the vehicle rolled. Uh, so how much of that paycheck is going to go to repairs? <laughs> uh, the man was wearing a seatbelt, and other than a bump on his head and some back pain, police said he suffered no injuries, and uh, they said that his truck was a total loss. Uh, wow. Well, you know, it, sometimes there have been times when I've been, you know, without my life you get paid in cash and you, you get excited, but I, I, I would usually stop. Yeah. Or do it before I got in the car and drove. We saw a video this morning of someone who hit a tire, a loose tire had come off of a car on on the highway. And somebody's dash cam caught this. A car uh, ran up on the tire. And I mean, it launched it. It went up in the air, uh, rolled sideways and rolled two times. It was unbelievable. Okay, I thought you were looking, because there's another video of something happening. Someone jumping a divider and the car rolls across other cars in front of it. So, oh no. We're watching video. Wow. Back that up. I want Steve to see this. So they they hit it. Look at this. Gee, that's like, that's almost like a movie effect. Exactly. It looks like it was from a a movie effect. Like they had some kind of explosive underneath the front of the vehicle. Holy hell. Yeah. Uh, a Sierra Vista man faces weapons charges after police say he blew up a bowling ball near his home Monday evening. James Jaggers III is being held without bond in the uh, county jail. Yeah, Jamie, old Jimmy didn't never like bowling balls. Uh, police. <laughs> the police department received reports of an explosion in debris in a neighborhood street around 5 p.m. on Monday. I don't like bowling. Uh, police said officers found several pieces of what appeared to be a broken bowling ball at the scene. Some of the pieces were. I'm the, looking at you, ping pong. Uh, some of some of the pieces were in the roadway, but most of it was in the yard of Jagger's home. Uh, police said uh, Jagger's told officers that he was mixing compounds. Uh, those compounds were so dangerous that an explosive ordnance disposal unit was brought in and nearby homes were evacuated as a precaution. Dear God. Uh, the uh, department said bomb squad determined that the debris in the yard was what remained of a homemade explosive device. They also discovered several chemical compounds and potentially hazardous explosive materials while executing a search warrant at Jagger's home. Uh, Jagger's, <laughs> Jagger's is facing charges. I was thinking this thing. Of endangerment. <laughs> Uh, of endangerment, manufacturing, prohibited weapons. 
<laughs> he blew it like Jagger. I like I like how the song ends when the explosion happens. The investigation is ongoing. It is. It's really dumb. Right, Kath? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yes. Uh, A Virginia... (laughs) All right, this is not dumb. This is horrible. This is horrible, horrible. A Virginia doctor was sentenced to 59 years in prison after performing irreversible hysterectomies, improper sterilizations, and other medically unnecessary surgeries on his patients. Oh, my God. In November of 2019, uh, Javed Perwaz was charged with health care fraud and making false statements relating to health care matters. Uh, the case built against Perwaz, now 71 years old, uh, comes from various patient complaints. One patient had her fallopian tubes removed without her consent, resulting in being unable to conceive naturally. After undergoing an unauthorized hysterectomy, another patient said her bladder was perforated, leading to a six-day hospital stay. The FBI said it started investigating in September 2018 after receiving a tip from a hospital employee believed that Perwaz was performing unnecessary surgeries on unsuspecting patients, what? including annual cleanouts. They called. Was he doing this to 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 charge them? Yeah, yeah, and that's for that's, profit. What a scumbag! Exactly. Perwaz was an obstetrician gynecologist in Chesapeake, Virginia, from since the 1980s, and from 2010 to 2019, he defrauded health insurance programs, resulting in about 20.8 million dollars in losses to healthcare insurers. He often would trick his patients into having unnecessary surgeries by telling them they had cancer. Oh, my God. Or needed the surgery to avoid cancer. What an evil bastard. So he's going to jail for 59 years, and he's 71 years yeah. old. So, yeah. uh, a man who had gone missing in the Angeles National Forest in Southern California has been found five days after he was reported missing. George Null was spotted deep in Bear Canyon in the Buckhorn West Waterman, Mount Waterman area, which is a remote part of the forest. Uh, the area that he was located in was about 2,500 feet up, Sergeant John Gilbert said. Uh, the mountain top uh, that he came off of in order to get there is at approximately 8,000 feet, so over several days he'd made a lot of progress downstream. Uh, his sister Rebecca said that Null is an experienced hiker. He's an Eagle Scout, but it became disoriented during his hike because... Many trail markers were burned during last year's bobcat fire, and so he got lost. Uh, Authorities are encouraging hikers to check with the Forest Service to make sure that the trails they intended to take are open and in Mm. good condition. Uh, As for Noel, he's good. He has good health. He has some scratches and blisters. He looked horrible. I saw a picture of him. He was smiling, but he looked looked like he'd been dragged. Good to see you guys. Yeah, that he'd been dragged through the woods. I'm okay. Without question. I think you've had a lot more of these stories over the last couple of years. Tons. You know, it just seems like it's happening much more frequently than it I think used more to. people are hiking. Yeah. I think, you know, with They've the adopted it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. it. And, and, and it's a wonderful thing to do, but there are safety precautions to take. All right. One last story, and this one has a happy ending to it. A South Carolina school bus driver who kept his cool during an armed hijacking hailed all 18 children as the real heroes of the high-pressure encounter. And it's pr- kind of cool. They all work together. So he did. A guy named Kenneth Corbin spoke ex- exclusively to Good Morning America Monday about how he was able to hold off the gunman and what the students said to the man that helped keep them safe for six minutes. He said the kids were the ones that actually got the gentleman off the bus, and they pretty much had my back as much as my concerns were with him. 
Uh, At the end, when they started questioning him, he said, it seemed to have frustrated him because his main objective was to get to the next town. But I think that we were only on the road for about four miles, and he got frustrated with the questions and just told me to stop the bus and get off. Police believe that Jovan Calazzo, a 23-year-old trainee from New Jersey in his third week at Fort Jackson, appeared to be trying to get home. He remains in custody facing two dozen charges, including 19 counts of kidnapping. This guy's in a lot of trouble. Uh, But he said as we were traveling, he said, I guess he realized there were several students on the bus kind of scattered throughout. He decided to move all the students up front so he could keep us all in close proximity. And when he did that, especially some of my kindergartners, they started asking, like, little kid questions. Yeah, yeah. Um, the students, according to Corbin, asked the man uh, if he was a soldier, which he hesitantly answered yes. They asked him, why are you doing this? He never did give an answer for that one. They asked, why was he, uh, was he going to hurt them? He said no. He asked, are you going to hurt the bus driver? He said no. He said, I'm going to put you off the bus. Uh, Corbin recalled he sensed more questions coming. And he said, I guess something clicked in his mind. And he said, enough is enough already. And he told me to stop the bus. And then he got off. Wow. So these little kids were just doing what little kids do. It's it's amazing. Now, yeah. I heard the guy had just, like, folded during training so and, and just wanted to go home. And that the actual, the, the gun that he had was not loaded. Did you see that? Uh, no, yeah, I didn't yeah. see that. So, but still, yeah, you don't know. You're you're on a yeah, bus with, with a gun kids? and yeah. children, and it's uh, you you deserve to get in trouble for that. Uh, but he, Corbin, who was trained to handle hostage situations, said he initially pushed his hands out to signify the man that he was not allowed on the bus. That didn't work. But uh, he said that uh, working together with the kids uh, got this guy to leave. So That's pretty cool, yeah, pretty That's amazing. Awesome. All right, there you go. I like ending with a good uh, story. Wrapping up the bizarre file for the week. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second. We'll test you, see how you've done, paying attention to the program today with a lesson question. Trash and music news coming up too. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Don't forget the school that was chosen for coolest teacher is Bishop McDevitt in Wincote. And it's the final year that this uh, school is going to be around. That's so, sad. I know. So sad. listen, send off one of the teachers very happy if you're a student. Sad. Uh, text word teacher to 39333 and we will send you the voting link. And congratulations again to Mr. Brian Venti. Uh, the biology and anatomy teacher at St. Mark's. He lobbied for it. He got it. I love that. Yep, we do. All right, so I'm going to ask a lesson question from today's show. Giveaway Leonard Skinner live at Nebworth 76 for the correct answer. Uh, I think i got to go with this. After she dated Leonardo DiCaprio, which other actor did Brianna date? <laughs> She's now with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. But she dated Leonardo DiCaprio, and after she dated him... Who did she date for a brief time? Very short. 215-263-WMMR. You had to heard it here. Don't look it up. You'll only hit a dead end. All right? We're going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold 
93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Don't miss Sequoia Outback's Memorial Day sale with everything that you need to take your outdoor space from taxing to relaxing. Route 309 in Hatfield or at DeckSupplies.com. What's up, Steve? Well, eyeglasses and a wand used by Daniel Radcliffe in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows going up for sale at an asking price of $100,000. The items are expected to sell quickly because prospective buyers will have saved lots of money from never purchasing contraception. <laughs> hey, hey! On again, bachelor couple Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell have apparently completely rekindled their romance despite some racist incidents from her past. James says he has found that moving forward from racism can happen if racism gives really great hummers. Oh, oh my God. And finally, a federal judge has granted Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli permission to travel to Mexico while still on probation. Apparently, the couple are planning on visiting a Mexican university that has offered Olivia Jade a bullfighting scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. Alrighty, we'll see if we can uh, find someone who knows the answer to this question. After she dated Leonardo DiCaprio, which other actor did Rihanna date? And I will go to Dave to see if he was listening and knows the answer. Dave, good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, Dave. Who did she date after Leo? That would be uh, Burt Young. Burt Young. <laughs> Wally from the Rocky movies, yes. I I would love that to take as a rumor. Oh, my God. Uh, Dave, hang on the line. We are going to give you Leonard Skinner live at Nebworth 76, a DVD-CD set, capturing the band's historic performance in England on August 21st, 1976. Also available on Blu-ray, limited edition LP, a digital... Uh, and digital, I'm sorry, from Eagle Rock Entertainment. I would love to talk to Burt Young someday. Oh, my God. We need stories. to talk to everybody that was in yeah. Rocky at one time or another. Stallone is the major get. Yeah. I, I, we're we're slowly building up a collection of people who are in his sphere. Yeah. So we need to start, you know, seeing if we can work that a little bit further. We talked to him on the phone a long, 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 long yeah. time ago. Yeah. I remember that was because he showed up at the link, remember, wearing uh, Deuce Daly's uh, jersey. Yeah. Uh, and people went crazy, and I remember and we won that game. That. Yeah, no. and then there was the Broadway version of Over the Top that he was right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, um, um, I don't know about Stallone, but Burt Young is on Instagram. He has a hundred hundred one thousand followers, which is a lot, but it's not uh, an insurmountable amount. Yeah. So if we were to ask our listeners to. Blood Burt Young with yeah. messages. That, yeah. In know. a nice way. Why in a not? nice way. In yeah. a nice and respectful way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um maybe, or maybe go to Rihanna. Tell him that we love him and we'd love mm-hmm. to have him on our show. Yeah. Uh that'd be great. So all right. Uh in the meantime, while you're doing that, we'll do this. Now, Preston and Steve's music view on 93.3 WMMR. Thank you, Nell. Uh, brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Nickelodeon Slime is available all month long at Rita's. Come slime your favorite treats only at Rita's. But you better hurry. Slime is only available through May 30th. All right, we'll start with this. Uh, Billie Eilish, Stevie Nicks, and Miley Cyrus have been added to the lineup at this year's Austin City Limits Festival. Uh, good additions. Uh, the event boasts an array of music with performers ranging from Megan Thee Stallion to George Strait to Greta Van Fleet. So it's one of those... Uh, festivals that's all over the place musically. That's uh, yeah, I've, I've yeah. always wanted to see Stevie Nicks, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance at some point. The two-weekend festival is returning with full capacity and is set for October 1st through the 3rd and October 8th through the 10th. This will be the 20th anniversary, mm-hmm. and it's set at uh, Zilker Park in Austin. 
In honor of the All Within My Hands Foundation's Month of Giving, Metallica is resuming Metallica Mondays, in which they stream a live show for fans on the band's YouTube channel and on Facebook every week. But this time, it's for uh, one night only. This Monday, the 24th at 8 p.m., Metallica will stream their September 6, 2018 concert in Lincoln, Nebraska uh, from the World Wired Tour. Like with all Metallica Monday shows last year, this one will feature fundraisers on both platforms for the All Within My Hands Month of Giving, Benefiting, Feeding America, and Direct Relief. An unreleased version of Stone Temple Pilots' Trippin' on a Hole in a Paper Heart is now available online. Uh, This version is included on the band's upcoming 25th anniversary edition, their multi-platinum 1996 album, Tiny Music Songs from the Vatican Gift Shop, which will be released on July 23rd. Uh, Drummer Eric Kretz said, uh, usually we would have one or two songs per album where we would record the music and not have any vocal ideas to accompany us. With this early version of uh, Trippin', Scott had the rhythm tracks to work off of, and this was his first day at singing the song. And I really enjoyed hearing him try to work out the tongue-twisting verse lyrics that are such a great counter-rhythm to the music in the verses. I have not heard that as no. of yet, but I will be searching for it. And I apologize I didn't ask to get that for this morning. But You're just a man. Another time. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about uh, this? Bono has teamed up with Linda Perry, the former Four Non Blondes frontwoman and current much-in-demand producer. For a new track, which is titled Eden to Find Love, uh, which is featured in the Sean Penn documentary, Citizen Penn. Rolling Stone reported the song, co-written by the pair, plays over the end credits of the documentary, which focuses on Penn's humanitarian work in and around his Haitian earthquake relief efforts back in 2010. In addition to the team up with Bono, Linda Perry composed the score for Citizen Penn as well. Uh, Bono said of the new song, this is an extraordinary document of an extraordinary man's work. It's a great man. He played Spicoli. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was a drug head in that, and he ordered pizza to his classroom. It's so funny as a young man growing up in Ireland, watching that pizza get delivered to the class, and the cherished reaction of Mr. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> who would not take it, who knew there were better things in store for Spicoli and proffered the hand of education, turned his life around. That's what inspired this. That's whole what thing, inspired so, yeah, him. Yeah. And then in another incident in the film, these kids ruined a car, but it was okay because the one kid's father was a TV repairman <laughs> and had an awesome set of tools. Uh, he said, "For all the gravitas, the dude still cracks me up." That's what Bono said about Sean, Sean Penn. So goddamn funny. Uh, he said, "In this song, I play God, and Sean plays Adam." Having explained that it was not me, uh, no, it was not Eve. No, it was. What was it? <laughs> having explained it was not, it was me, not Eve, who got us thrown out of Eden or something like that. It was that. Meve. Yeah, there you go, Meve. Madam uh, and Meve. He said, Linda helped me strip this all right back, and I even got our daughter Jordan on backing vocals. It's a family affair. She wears hats that look like Jiffy Pop Preston. <laughs> what? Look at this picture. Of. <laughs> Like a big Jiffy Pop balloon on her head. Linda Perry, yeah. Spilled with talent. Uh, Citizen Pem was directed by Don Hardy and is currently streaming on Discovery Plus if you want to see that. Nikki Six, Rob Zombie, John Five, and Tommy Clufettos have teamed up to form the new side project called L.A. Rats. Uh, Blabbermouth reported the band... That's the exclamation Charlie Brown used to make. Formed to... (laughs) Thank you, Bono. Rats. 
reported the, uh, the band formed to record a cover of the 1962 Lucky Star Evergreen song, I've Been Everywhere. So many great memories of him being so flustered and turning around and saying, rats. <laughs> and they felt every bit of it when he said it. Uh, We've this, all had our rat situations. Uh, this is for the soundtrack to Netflix's new Liam Neeson movie, The Ice Road. The other night I was watching a movie eating popcorn out of Lyndon Perry's head and I said, <laughs> do you ever have a rat moment? The soundtrack featuring I've Been Everywhere is out today. Uh, the soundtrack also features contributions from uh, John Carter Cash and Cheap Tricks' Robin Zander, uh, Jason Isbell, Tim McGraw, uh, Cadillac 3, and Miranda Lambert, and others. And then one last thing, Queens Brian May underwent eye surgery on Friday. Uh, the legendary guitarist posted a selfie on Instagram as he was prepped for surgery, writing, One Vision, all prepped and waiting for a little bit of eye surgery. I'm did in- they turn him into cyborg, Preston? No, they did not. He's okay. Uh, he said, I'm in good hands. Uh, no need to worry. All in a day's work. It should really improve my focus and oh, good. my stereoscopic vision. Oh, he's big into that. He loves it. Yes. Yeah, he was here to uh, promote stereoscopic, uh, a book that he'd written about stereoscopic vision. Uh, The 73-year-old May later posted a shot with a bandage over his left eye, writing, and all done. I really didn't feel a thing. It was all done with local anesthetic and a tiny bit of sedation. Uh, So I was conscious throughout the whole thing and fascinated by this amazing procedure. Said it only took about 20 minutes. So he's doing all right. And there you go. That is what I have in Music News this morning. We're going to take one final break before we return and give away our Word of the Week prize. Check in with Pierre and let you move about your Friday, segueing into your wonderful weekend. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Is that a concert on the horizon? Oh, not just a concert. It's a full-day rock festival. M.M. Barbecue 2021. Saturday, September 25th, BB&T Pavilion. Jane's Addiction, The Offspring, Hall of Famers, Cheap Trick. Long tickets start at just $25. For an entire day of everything that rocks with MMR. And eight of our favorite bands. Including Dirty Honey, Dorothy, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen, Aaron Jones, and Foxtrot and the Get Down. Tickets on sale now via Ticketmaster.com. MMRBQ 2021. Details at WMMR.com. Here we are, Friday mornings coming to a close uh, for us, which means uh, your day is zipping right by, too, right? Yeah, maybe you got a little ways to go, but, uh, you know, us getting done with work is just a little sign that your time off is coming it's up. true. It gives you hope. To distant future. Yeah, exactly. Uh, weather-wise, it's going to be summer this weekend. That's all there is to it. It's 87 degrees today uh, and partly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, 94 and cloudy. Chance of an isolated thunderstorm at some point. Isolated. Uh, and then the same thing on Sunday. Exact same weather forecast. About 93, 94 degrees. And uh, maybe a chance of an isolated storm, maybe a little bit more sun. But uh, by Monday, we'll be back to 68, and then Tuesday is 78. So we're playing this little numbers game for a little bit here. But it's going to feel like full-on summer. I love it. Love it. Absolutely. Normally, I thank our guests. We didn't really have any guests except for Mr. Brian Venti from St. Mark's. He is the coolest teacher of the year. So it was nice to talk to him and award his prize. And then we chose another school, which is Bishop McDevitt (laughs) in Wincote. And it is the final 
year that the school is in its existence. So we're going to have everybody text over the weekend and let us know who they thought the coolest teacher was. And we'll find out next week and award the prizes and all that good stuff. Uh, this is our actual official only guest on the show today is uh, Pierre Robert. Yeah. Hey, man. So I really just wanted to talk about my record and book and movie and oh, TV wow. show. Record, That's, book, and movie wow. and TV show. Yeah, it's you're very busy. Book, movie, TV show, and cartoon series that I created. Uh, it's called Zoom. 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 <laughs> Zoom. Zoom goes the boom. Okay. And you got, each one has a different title, and you follow it through the maze, and then you'll get to the other side. Right. Okay. 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 Sounds mm-hmm. fascinating. Kathy? Yes, I am Are you with board. me? She's writing down everything you're saying yes, now. I'm yeah. She's transcribing it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go to we'll your send local it off to the market and buy it. <laughs> local That's all the time we have. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by this morning. <laughs> Yo, it was a pleasure. You guys, you know, what you do for his, for his humanity and stuff. Thank uh, you. Yous are great. Yous are pretty good, too. Well, you, <laughs> yous are good people. Hmm. Use our good people. Use our good people. Friend of mine. Use are good letters. Makes him insane when someone says that. Use. Well, when they say the phrase "use our good people." Okay, that phrase in particular. That, use our good. So, people. how does he feel about backing into a parking spot? Mm. Uh, that uh, is a whole other issue. That was okay. a fascinating discussion. <laughs> we I, have, I didn't even intend it. for it to turn into a thing, but it did. But yeah, our breakdown is up on the big screen there, Preston. If All you right. Wanna... Yeah. So we have uh, the poll goes for twenty four hours. By the way, we have uh, it, it's. Uh, I had said that I, I don't care for people who back into spots. And the people who do back into spots feel very passionate about the fact that they right. back into their spots. So we put up a poll. Uh, which do you, uh, which team do you park with? Team back or enter or team pull in? <laughs> and right now, and I figured it would be this way. It's 62% team pull in and 37% team back or enter. Uh, because when you go to a parking lot, you see more cars that are right. pulled in straight than you do back then. So I figured that would probably be the case. Now, these but... numbers could even and change out over the oh, weekend. Yeah. Yes. Most definitely. Anything's possible. Yeah, so there's 22 hours left to vote on that. Or at least last time this was refreshed, it was 22 hours left. So, yeah, interesting peek into the There's someone driver. here in this parking lot that backs in every morning, and he takes the same spot every day. Do you guys take the same spot? I do, yeah, but yeah, I pull yes, in. We all yeah. do. Yep. You do. Yeah, every day we Which, have the pick of the litter. You know, well, you do. nobody's here when we come in. So. I have. I don't know this person. I have nothing against him, but I've been wanting to come the night before and park my car in that spot just, <laughs> just to annoy them. Do so, they? Do they park? Uh, and in they an annoying, in. in an annoying manner. Nothing. No? Okay. I have nothing against them. Yeah. Listen, Except and that's ev- the that's the same thing with me about the back or inner thing. I'm like, I don't know why. I don't know why. Right. No, I just don't like you. Right. Yeah. You know. That's- well. I, I just I, I'm going to say this guy. I have no idea if it's a guy or a gal, but uh, they all they do back in and they take the same spot every single day. I notice it, <laughs> and I just to f with them. I just I want to come the night before yeah. and park my car there <laughs> and get an Uber home, and then get an Uber. I mean, it's ridiculous. Is it? Are you sure it's not one of us? It could be. What kind of car do you know? It's a. Um, it's well, no, it's got Jersey license plates. Oh, okay, that's no, probably so Chuck. I don't, I don't think it's any of you. I know Chuck's car. It's not Chuck. All right. Okay. Uh, but you know, and someday I might do that. It's way too much energy. Just so. for fun. Well, just, just or even fun. just you know, park at night, sleep in your car, and just keep an eye on who comes in. I could do that. I've done that many times. <laughs> many times. By the way, I want to read this text real quick. It says, "Hey, is there anything better than arriving to work when your show starts and arriving home when your show ending? It's the best." 
Well, thank you, Texer. You know what can be better than that? Winning the Word of the Week prize. Yes. Oh. So why don't we do the letter of the day and see if we can get ourselves a winner. Kristen and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in robust. All right. We now have a word, and we'll take caller 7 at 215-263-WMMR. And if you know that word, enter the seventh caller, then you can win the prize that we have today. So we'll get you on in just a moment and see if we can give that to you. What's uh, coming up today on this Friday? There's also a guy that parks out there (laughs) that uh, leaves every day as I'm walking in. And he's got an interesting-looking car, which I wanted to chat with him about. And the other day I was walking in, I said, hi. Nothing. Yeah. Hey, how oh. you doing? Then I went passive aggressive on him. Hey, how you been? You know, I I think you're the best. And you I know, it's kind of like asking someone a question and they give you a completely different answer than the thing that you asked them. Exactly. Right. I hate that. I can't but stand the that. The thing about it is, um, I I don't understand anything. It's, it's, Where were we? What's coming up on oh, the show on the today? Show, there right. it is. Yeah. Now, then it occurred to me: uh-huh. What if he's deaf? Yeah, what oh. if the guy is what deaf? What if the guy is deaf and I'm just being not a terribly Maybe just kind person? throw something at him hard and see right. how he responds to that. No, I'm... you come up behind him and you go... Yeah. Okay. Hey! Oh, that yes. turns around. So cruel. And you can All react. Right. Just keep like a pot and a big spoon to clank on. Well, I've got a pot to piss in. <laughs> can you say that? Yes, you can. Of yes. course. Sure. Not only can you say it, you can do it on okay. air if you want. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's not... Uh, we have Dead and Company tickets on the program today and a Grateful Dead block uh, because that goes on sale at noon, Pierre's Good Citizens Park, August 21st. And in honor of the um, Green Day, Weezer, Fallout Boy, Hell Omega Tour, did a block of Green Day earlier. We'll do a block of Weezer. And we've got a block of the Dropkick Murphys. They've got a great oh. new song out. Uh, so that'll be perfect for Friday. Good energy and those dead and company tickets. So it'll be fun. Excellent. So let's go to the phones and see if we can get a winner for the Word of the Week prize. It is Lisa that is calling number seven. Hi there, Lisa. Good morning. All right, Lisa, what is the Word of the Week? Armor. Gabba, Gabba, hey! Yes! That is correct, Lisa. And for your trouble, we are just going to give you 300 bucks, and that is from the Bagster. So congratulations, Lisa. Okay, thank you. And on the parking, it yeah. depends. Pull on if you can pull through from the one spot to the forward spot so you don't have to back out when you leave. Otherwise, back in because it's safer because if people are walking behind you, you can hit them. There, All right. And, there you go, Lisa. Lisa. made the decision. We Lisa, like that. Lisa's team backer in. Her. All right, Lisa, hang on the line. Don't forget the bagster, a dumpster, and a bag. Perfect for all home improvement cleanups. Just pick one up today. <laughs> at your uh, At any of your local home improvement stores, you can fill, buy, fill, and it is gone. Uh, let me thank the sponsors of the Preston and Steve Show. Today's program has been brought to you by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, uh, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. Acme Fresh Foods Local Flavors. Meineke as well for tires, brakes, batteries, exhaust systems, and more. Meineke doing car care right. Uh, Next week on the program, ah, Chad Smith of Ah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Nice. Will be joining us. Rob McElhenney. With a very big announcement, I believe. Will be joining us. We'll also have uh, Melissa Villasenor. I love her. Yeah. 
Who is she? SNL. She's awesome. Okay. And uh, I don't watch SNL, yeah. so thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, Buzzy Cohen. Yeah. Oh, will be joining from us. Jeopardy. Currently yeah. hosting uh, the tournament of champions. And he's doing a great job. Yeah, he is. All right. Baseball. So. Uh, we'll have them, those, those people, and more next week. Pierre's getting ready to piss in a pot, so make sure you don't miss his show. Live on the air. That is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the bat 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 b